Welcome back to another episode of Kinda Creepy and Yeah? <laughs> You're gonna start off mocking me? That's what we're doing? We Technically he was just like puppeteer. We leave him we we're gone for a month and we come back. Okay. We have some important orders of business to get um, get underway before we actually get on with this very special Halloween episode. Welcome, by the way, to our Halloween episode. I hope you're having a wonderful October. Sorry we have been gone a literal month. A lot of things have things. A lot of things have been going on, um, as we've been talking about for the better part of a year now. Um, Jordan's having a baby. Whoop whoop! Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. Um, and therefore, as she has also been talking about on on recording, not on stream, on recording, we have a bit of a change going on, which I've posted about. So Jordan will no longer be joining us as a host on this podcast, which, like, we all agree she needs her time to focus on being a mother. This is her first time having a child, which is also a major thing. We're very proud and happy for her. We love her the same. I also love how, like, none of our hosts have left under bad pretenses and everyone's still friends. Like, you know how some things, like, oh, our host is leaving because, you know, they got into a scandal or we all don't like each other anymore. No, right. Tyler, Tyler left for his mental health. Jordan left for her child. So we're doing okay. I need a scandal. We need a scandal. Michael, take your clothes off. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm blanking. No. Okay. So we are starting today again. Sorry. We've been gone a month. It's been a while. We realize, uh, thankfully, I have been trying to keep people informed on the Twitter, uh, even though I sometimes forget to post things on the Facebook because I forget it's there. Yeah. But we have a new host starting with us today. Um, my... Beautiful, lovely girlfriend Dahlia has agreed to um, join us as the third third host today. I um, was actually really nervous because I was like, "You're not just you're not just doing this because I'm asking, right? You're do like you you actually want to do this. It sounds like a thing that's enjoyable." And um, she has reassured me that she is excited for this as well. So we would like to introduce you, Dahlia. What is this? Where am I? Hello. Hello. You're Hello. You're currently in a chair. Hello. What? You're currently in a chair. Squeezing a Pikachu Squishmallow. I have a Pikachu Squishmallow, and I'm in my cow print gaming chair with no gaming equipment. Next yeah, you time. complete with horny pillow. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> horny pillow. <laughs> you're actually in your own chair this time instead of Jordan being in your yeah. chair. <laughs> the queen has returned. <laughs> returned. The queen has come. Yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why'd you go there? Why'd you have to do that? I didn't think about it at first. Right. That's pretty typical. I was just like, oh, he said return, <laughs> but she hasn't been here before. And then, yeah. She has returned to her butt. Her uh, butt chair? Her butt groove. Her butt chair? <laughs> Is butt that groove. what you're... My, my butt imprints are probably in this chair, so. See, it makes it more comfy. Well. Yeah. The um, butt groove is vital to space travel. Let's, in, mm -hmm. let's, uh. Let's introduce you a little bit more to the audience. Oh, um, no. I have a. I told her last night, I was like, I'll have a couple of questions to ask you. And she was like, should I be worried? I was like, no. But I'm not interesting. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. Okay. You know what? You are interesting, oh. first of all. Um, so. Scrutiny. Uh, oh, no. A question that we have asked every host, like when me, Michael, and Tyler <laughs> started, we all talked about this in the first episode. We asked Jordan this. What is your history with, like, do you have a history with children's horror specifically? At all, like goosebumps and stuff like that. 
Well, I mean, when I was younger, the school had a library, and I did read some horror books from that. So, like, for instance, am I speaking loud enough? Uh, a little bit more. You should be Okay, fine. okay, okay. So, uh, at the library in elementary school, there was the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book that Love I it. was Classic. fond of. Yeah, and then um, I did read a little bit of Goosebumps as well. Um, the most memorable ones from those would be... Um, Haunt, haunted Mask. Again, classic. Love that. And yeah, Night of the Living Dummy. Mm-hmm. Um, those, I mean, they're probably the two of the biggest ones. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so. I mean, I, you're wanting more from me. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Sorry, the, the sentence just ended so abruptly. looking at me with anticipation. No, the sentence just ended so abruptly. <laughs> I mean, children's, uh, children's horror. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And then I rediscovered. Um, recently, that Monster Squad was a huge part of my childhood that I completely <laughs> yeah, forgot we were, about. We were talking about uh, <laughs> what we were going to do for today's episode, which, like, you've read the title, you know what we're doing. But um, we'll talk about it in a bit. But Michael was like, next year we should do Monster Squad. And you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard of that. What is that? And I literally texted my aunt. I was like, that movie that we used to watch over and over when I was a kid, was that called Monster Squad? And she was like, yeah, I remember that part. And they say, Werewolves Got Nards, which just so happens to be a very similar thing that Michael said in the group chat. It's the exact I remember. No, Wolfman's he didn't say werewolves. He, he Wolfman's not werewolves. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's how long it's been since I've seen it. I was an actual child. Um, n- no, um, he just said nards in the group chat. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, that's right. So it, it's yeah. one of my favorite things. It's great. <laughs> I think it's but, funny with reference the same thing though. One I don't know it. if I've seen Monster Squad. Uh, mm-hmm. It it's a great family movie, but it does kind of get dark at one point. Because they go to this uh, dude who's like an expert and stuff. Okay. And you see the numbers on his arm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, well, that'll be something to look forward to next year as we're planning on doing Monster Squad a year from now. So that's fun for a Halloween episode. Um, oh, another thing. I don't know if this yeah. counts though because I'm a whole adult. Yeah. Um, Monster High. Absolutely, it's not. I don't. I don't know if that qualifies as children's horror, but it's definitely like children's creepy. Um, we or... plan. We plan on covering Courage the Cowardly Dog on this show. I think Monster High Perfect. works. Like Keep I think me. that counts. Yeah, I love Monster High. I love the aesthetic. I love the concept. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's I another do love one. The concept, like a lot of them, are very like very adorable. Mm-hmm. I love a good reference too, which they have plenty of. Oh like, yeah, the different monsters. Yeah, and a lot of the names are very creative, like Draculaura. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Laguna Blue is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Frankie Stein, obviously, mm-hmm. is like one of the most popular along with Draculaura. So, yeah. No. And then Isn't, isn't that also the name of um, Frankenstein's daughter in Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School is Frankie? I think I so. I think it is. I mean, it's obviously right there. No, it's right so, there. Yeah. Like, so, I yeah. get it. What are going to do? Say Frankella? Oh, no. It is Elsa, isn't it? Yeah. Well, shit. Well, that wasn't even close. So. Not even close. <laughs> Great names either way. We covered this two years ago. Come on. Was it two years ago? I feel like it was two years ago. Yeah, was I think two? so. Yeah, because I think last year we did a Christmas episode, not a Halloween one. Yeah, that's last right. Year we did a Krampus. We did Krampus last year for Christmas instead of a, ho- instead of a Halloween episode. And then we didn't do a Christmas one this year. Porque no los dos. That's what I'm saying. Both of them. <laughs> Why not both? Um <laughs> I had no idea what she said. I That's what I said. No yes. Dos, yeah. Fucking, yes, both. <laughs> Christmas and Halloween. Um, we can even do an Easter episode. 
They have Easter horror movies. Mm. Oh my God, have you? There's like no. We movie... get to watch the Leprechaun for um. Yes, uh, the um, Leprechaun. For, what's the holiday? God damn it, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Leprechaun Day. <laughs> it is Green Time. Green it's River the, Day. It's yeah, the green, it's the Shamrock Day. It's that can't Shamrock. be good for the environment, right? It. That can't no, be. It, it cannot yikes. be. No. no, I don't know. Like I'm no scientist. That just don't seem right. Like, yeah. give me a fish that's been in an aquarium. A green aquarium for a month and is still alive and healthy and I'll be okay yeah with um okay so <laughs> so kind of like us as well your like children your horror started like as a child in books mm-hmm. which I think is a wonderful thing and why I love R.L. Stein so mm-hmm. much because like that's what got me into horror before I read R.L. Stein I saw I had the VHS tape of Haunted Mask 2 then I was like, what, these are books? And I started reading those at school. <laughs> and um, I didn't watch my first horror movie until middle school, which happened to be Freddy vs. Jason, which is more of a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, yeah. So I, I just think that's really cool and really important that, like, a lot of horror would, would start in books, which, like, Scary Stories Tell the Dark is a, a banger every time. Like, those il- illustrations are absolutely, like, Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah, they're crazy. And as a kid, they're terrifying. They're terrifying. Yes. As yeah. an adult, they're freaky. Like what? Right. Yeah. Um, like, I think it, what there's something that's always weird with when it comes to kids and horror. It's like kids are always going to try and see horror media when they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's taboo. But like, I think it's weird how Freddy Krueger became like this icon among like the younger. Uh, like younger kids and everything, because they just think he's cool. Do Especially they? Considering, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Oh, okay. It's, it's, well, it's the same with Michael Myers, though. Yeah, kids right. love Michael Myers. When but I went trick or treating as a kid, in general. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. When I was a kid trick or treating in my neighborhood, there was this little boy that was like screeching because he saw Michael Myers, and it wasn't like a ah Michael Myers. It was like a it's <gasps> Mikey Myers. Yeah. It's Mikey. My-. I remember that, and to this day, I remember that little kid's voice. <laughs> That's awesome. So, like, it's just I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. It is weird fruit. to me. Because, yeah. like, we have horror that's directed at children. You know, we have the Bailey School Kids. We have the Goosebumps. Is that horror, really? I think they have maybe Dracula some... doesn't drink lemonade? I never read what? that more as horror. It was more like a cryptid type thing when it was like that. I did love those I books, guess, though. I guess, those are horror characters. The fucking, was it that's Ghouls fair. Don't Scoop Ice Cream or yeah. something with the goth chick on the front? Uh-huh. I remember seeing those covers, but I don't think I ever read them. Uh, Santa Claus Doesn't Snowboard. They're pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, after Goosebumps, I was, like, hardcore into Goosebumps and would, like, refuse to deviate, but those I would deviate for. They were really good. I would deviate for. <laughs> that's the one thing I wish had been made into a, like, children's series just because it would have been so easy to do it would have yeah but yeah there's this weird like you know what else is weird when it comes to horror what's that the crossover between horror and wrestling i'm sorry wait a minute (laughs) hold up that's not something i expected to come out of your mouth (laughs) just now what is going on that's like the farthest from what i expected actually you know what no i can hold on i can kind of see it we have the undertaker Uh uh-huh and that's oh. it. I can't think of anything else. Bray Wyatt, may you rest in peace. Uh, the Brood, which was a group of vampires. Oh my God, you're right. See, oh, when you said that, all I thought was like John Cena and face paint, like or Stone Cold Steve <laughs> like Austin, like clown makeup. <laughs> I'm trying. I can't remember which horror character it was. I think uh, Leatherface at one point had a match in the WWE. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Wait, right? really? Yeah, that's so huh. funny. <clears throat> but. No, and I know for a fact there's this one referee who worked for WWE. He has an entire house dedicated to horror memorabilia. That's dope. 
Like That's he has weird. screen used Chucky dolls. Uh, one of the masks that one of the Michael Myers wore. That's insane. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is a fucking treasure trove. That I never thought about. Like, it is so odd how different things are like somehow connected. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like how a lot of people who are into wrestling are also really into horror. That kind yeah. of shit. Like, it makes sense because I my friend Katie, um, in fucking South Carolina, she's really into wrestling and shit, and she's really into like ghost shows and stuff. So there's like a definite crossover that I've just never seen before because I never got into wrestling, I guess. <laughs> Actually, you know that now that you mention it, I have a coworker that's really into wrestling and really into horror. Like, yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So wild. <laughs> and she works with children like me. So yeah. there's no there's no like limits. Here. Speaking of um, now you're gonna have kids dressed up as pinhead, <laughs> elbow dropping kids. <laughs> dressed as Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here comes Chucky from the top rope. <laughs> Wait, oh yeah, and uh, in Chucky, at the end of one of the episodes, I think it was the end of the season. Oh, the he show. Was, yeah, okay. he was interviewing Liv Morgan, who was a WWE uh, wrestler. Oh, that's... and he winds up killing her, oh and God. that's the joke. That's funny. That's actually really funny. The killing joke. <laughs> okay, I hated the movie. Oh, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, the killing joke? Yeah. I have it. I haven't seen it. I've not actually okay, yeah. seen it. Skip I just the halfway it, sound, through. it was there. So. Skip the first half. Okay. Wait, why? Is it slow? Uh it focuses on a relationship between Batman and Batgirl. I know. I, and I know. They that wind part. up having sex. Oh. oh, wait, I didn't know that part. Congratulations. Yeah. Is it never mind. I don't want to get into it. That... <laughs> Is that when Batman finally loses his virginity or like Oh no, he's oh, a billionaire no. playboy. You think he has he's a virginity? Lost, he slept with I'm several just hating. women. Yeah, uh, I'm one of them was not willing. For Batman, very much. No, that's fair. <laughs> I think Batman's really overrated. Like in a lot, I like his rogues gallery for the most part. But oh yeah, he has the best villains. As I grow up, I I'm just kind of like Joker. Kind of, it's not. It's there's better villains. Yeah. Did you get the video I sent you that was like Joker was a fucking idiot until we all just collectively yeah. agreed he was a genius for some reason? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Um. I mean, like, back in the 90s with Batman the Animated Series, he wasn't stupid. But like, he was, he was competent. Yeah. But he wasn't a genius. Yeah. I think with, like, the era of the Heath Ledger Joker, we all just collectively was like, no, wait, maybe he's just a genius. Like, yeah. I don't know. He really that did just, that character a lot of favors. That's that's why that, that's just because he was good at the Joker. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we were yeah. like, actually, we like Still not my him. favorite Joker. Who's your favorite? <laughs> my, honestly, Cesar Romero. From the Batman TV show. Oh, Adam okay. West. With Adam West, okay. yeah. See, I like, you're... I'm not very versed in DC. <laughs> Start so... pounding, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to be fine as long as you didn't say, like, Jared Leto. So... <laughs> oh, my God. No, Jared Leto's not my favorite anything other than Target. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Pelt him with a tomato. He sucks. He does suck. <laughs> didn't, he have, didn't he have a cult or something now? Is that He's, had a, cult. He's had a cult. That yeah. For years. He's had a cult, that's right. Didn't he, like, eat toothpaste? Like, someone Wait. else's toothpaste on set of Suicide Squad? Just stay I, in character. I know he like. Well, how does that keep you in closet? character? <laughs> We're getting off topic. Hold I'm on. I'm sorry. Wait. Hold, on, hold on. The true horror, Jared Leto. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's Morbin time. I'm so glad he's not recognizable in the new Haunted Mansion movie. He's in the new Haunted Mansion movie. Yes, he voices the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, that's right. You know uh-huh. what? That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'll as have long to as see I don't his have to face. look his face. Um, <laughs> getting back on topic. Uh, <laughs> More questions. Doll. Um, what is your favorite horror franchise? Oh wait wait wait! Um, before we deviate even more, because I uh, like we'll get to that real quick. You also told me that you read "Stay Out of the Basement" um, to oh, some of your 
to the children. To yeah. The children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So I used to be, uh, before I moved on up in the building, I used to be a preschool teacher. And um, after preschool, the school leaders would come from elementary school to, you know, daycare. And so to that class in particular, they felt old enough to read a Goosebumps novel to. Because, um, you know, they weren't four years old and absolutely terrified if you just turn the lights off. So, <clears throat> yeah, we read Stay Out of the Basement and um, it really freaked some of them out. And it was great. Stay Out of the Basement is kind of legitimately terrifying when you actually think about the implications. We were talking about that when we did the, the show ratings. What are you looking at me like that for? You're doing better than the fourth grade teacher. The fourth grade teacher? Uh, what? A fourth grade class voted on a movie they wanted to watch. Oh. And Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey won. Oh, that's oh. right. I saw that earlier. And the teacher showed it to them? The whole thing? The whole thing. No way. Yeah. She didn't stop it Like when she realized what it was? Apparently not. <laughs> All the parents are complaining because their children are traumatized. That just, that feels, that feels like common sense at that point. Yeah. Like that feels like utter stupidity. No, this is 2023. Common sense ain't common. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now let's get to what is your hor- favorite horror franchise? I I think I know the answer. Oh, you mean the question that Michael asked? Yeah, the question Michael asked. <laughs> We're just going back to. It. I just well, wanted to. You, okay, if you know me, you know it's Scream. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. know. It set a whole. It had set a whole standard mm-hmm. for horror. It's, 100%. It, like the chase scenes are immaculate to this day. I'm just like the, the first scream specifically. Those chase scenes, you you can't beat them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I guess you could. I'm very biased. Don't start. No, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I, I I love the chase scenes in Scream, even though Ghostface is clumsy as fuck. You know what? The the um most recent Scream had a really good chase scene, too. Oh, yeah. I like the yeah. most recent Scream. Yeah, it was good. That was amazing. Well, they, I, I like all of them, pretty much. Do so. they do the classic Final Girl circuit? What do you mean? Like, when the uh, Final Girl's being chased by the killer, and she discovers all the bodies. No, they don't do that, because they discover the bodies throughout the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, it is a different kind of chase at the end. Yeah. It just, it, it, I think it opened up a new subgenre. I yeah, think meta. it. I think it set what <laughs> meta horror. Yeah, it just set like this new era of horror, and I really appreciate that. And to be quite honest, I'm a big fan of Matthew Lillard. So Matthew Lillard's the guy, and he was so, phenomenal like, in that first movie. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would bring him back. Matthew Lillard has been phenomenal in anything he's been in that I've seen. Um, yeah, I love Matthew <laughs> Lillard. He's wonderful. Did you Shaggy. see? Did you see Skeet apologize? For hitting him with the phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I, I didn't know that if you were. Yeah, I didn't. I I couldn't remember what you're talking about because I thought maybe you meant like a recent interview or something. I was like, why did he apologize? Got really worried for like a second. Yeah, like, I was wait like, a what did he do? Is he what problematic? Happened? Is he horrible? <laughs> oh no, because it will change my life. It will absolutely shred me. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Everything's good. It's just Matt was being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. I, I'm. I feel like I'm jumping around, but I forgot I wanted to ask this. So, we talked about the books. When was like the first time you ever like watched a children's horror thing, like Goosebumps? You said you never seen Are You Afraid of the Dark, right? Well, until except, we watched it. No, yeah, except yeah. for the few that you've watched with us when we we've been recording the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, like, literally. Um, I jumped right into like big girl horror. Fair enough. <laughs> so one of my first horror movies there was The go. Exorcist, like the original. Exorcist. Damn! All right. Yes. So That's my yeah, c- yeah. I was. I think I was like 
10 or 11 at that point. Um, and it's actually pretty traumatizing for a 10 or 11 year old <laughs> to see that crucifix scene. So, um, I think my first yeah. was, uh, the good son with, uh, McKelly Culkin and Elijah Wood. I, I forgot Elijah Wood was in there, but it made yeah. me really mad. And I didn't see much of it because my mom was like, all right, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's kind of like orphan. It oh. feels like Orphan. It's proto-Orphan. It's proto-Orphan, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, Um. I, I, I have a few movies, and I'm like, that was one of my first horror films, because I genuinely can't remember which one came first. I know there was a movie called The Hangman or something that mm. actually terrified me to where I'd turn it off. Oh, wow. Um, I had like, but like, I rewatched it as an adult, and it's not scary at all. <laughs> I, was, I was literally 10, 9, something like that. I don't know. Right. Um, it had like big spiders in it, and oh, yeah. like um, sacrifice, and that kind of stuff, like a cult-type ordeal, yeah. I believe. Um. So yeah, I went straight from children's horror books to that, unless you count Monster Squad. So I, yeah, and even yeah. that, yeah, was in the recesses of your mind, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was one of my favorite movies back then. I remember yeah. really enjoying so it, but to this day, I cannot remember. I just remember. Oh, and there was that little monster or something like little that. Little monster. Yes. I remember little that monster. One. That was another one. Yeah. No, I um. I remember how the dude looked, and that's it. Mm. And they go to like his world or something. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> before, it's been a minute. Because I know before I got to like big, big horror stuff, like actual horror, uh, I was into the Goosebump TV show. Um, like that's where all those DVDs I have come from. They were getting me those. Actually, maybe those came later. I can't remember. I, I might not have gotten into the actual show or gotten a chance to watch the actual show until later on. But I remember I would watch. Um, like obviously, I'd be really into like the Halloween episodes of just regular TV shows. Like, uh, I, one that stands out to me is the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody Halloween episode yeah. where they're doing a seance. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't actually remember that one. It's it's wild. It's really really good. Um, and there's different uh cartoon ones. And then yeah, in middle school, it was like Freddy vs Jason on TV, so it's censored. <laughs> and mm. then and after that, I was looking around at um at school, and one of my friends was like, "Here's Jason goes to hell," and then that was a garbage fire. Um, <laughs> fuck off! It's bad, Michael. I don't you know care. it's I bad. Love it. I love how campy it is. Worm, is it the one where he's a worm? Yeah. Ger- yeah. Jason spins the entire movie as a worm crawling inside of people to possess them, and then they bring in the Necronomicon for some reason. Like, oh, really? Yeah. No. Like yeah. The from actual... the from the Evil Dead. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Because. Uh, the people that own Evil Dead had acquired the rights for, uh, if I remember right, they acquired the rights for Jason in Friday the 13th. And that's when we got uh, Freddy versus Jason because they were going to do Freddy versus Jason and then Ash was going to be brought in. Yeah. But then the movie plans for that got scrapped. So we, instead, we got a uh, comic book for it. That's true, yeah. And uh, the comic book has some very harsh language in it. Right, right. Oh I can I can imagine. Um, Freddy is not gay friendly. <laughs> no, I no. can't. Unlike Chucky. Yeah, I don't think Freddy ever struck me as being gay friendly. I mean, first of all, he's an old man. Um, yeah, an old white man. So exactly, he's an old white man with a Christmas sweater. I thought you were about to say a crisp face. A cr- <laughs> crispy face. Can I get that bacon crispy extra Freddy? <laughs> Freddy said, thanks. Ah, oh, no. Bacon crispy extra Freddy? Yeah, I don't know. It just came up in my... Can I get that bacon Freddy here. extra crispy? <laughs> I didn't hear bacon. I didn't hear extra Freddy. I heard extra fried. And like, extra Freddy is way more... Extra it's way more better. <laughs> way more better. It way good. It way good. <laughs> okay, okay. My turn for a question. Uh-oh. Okay. Who's your favorite 
classic monster. I'm talking like the universal ones. Okay. Universal monsters? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um So I feel like even if you haven't watched them, everybody you know has them. a favorite one. Yeah. Is it cliche to say like Okay, is it clear is it cliche to say um the Bride of Frankenstein and no. Frankenstein's monster. That's wonderful. No, no those okay. are great choices. It, feel, it feels it feels very And they do go hand in hand, I feel yes. like. So like yeah. And it's I'm not gonna lie, it's it's the aesthetic that it's one it's a wonderful yeah. aesthetic. So yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely probably off the top of my head. I wanna try to guess Michael's. The Wolfman. No. What is it? Dracula. Oh my god, the most the most obvious one. I was yes. like I was like it's not going to be the most basic one. It's going to be the second most basic one. <laughs> no, I do lo- I do love the Wolfman. I absolutely adore him. Yeah. I love the movie. But for me Dracula is like the epitome of horror. I get it. Yeah. Cuz okay. he can pass as a normal person. Mm-hmm. But he also has such power and such he's so vicious. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He can control your mind. He can turn into fog. He can turn into a wolf, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He had a lot of fucking base yeah. powers. Yeah. I am the resident vampire lady here. I love vampires. Um, and so I am. I would um, like to agree with you on that, actually. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, to me, the worst monsters are the ones who can pass as human. 100%, yeah. They're more terrifying. <laughs> can you guys guess what my favorite is? Favorite classic? Yeah, favorite classic. Oh, I feel like it's a bad girlfriend if I don't know it. Huh? It's not the Wolfman. Is it? Is is it it's the Wolfman? No. I'll be really interested if you guys get it. Hold on. We're You're talking about like the smart, original so Universal Monsters. Right? Original Universal Monsters. All the ones on Horrified. Um, or There's probably a couple more. So, yeah. Hold on a second. It's not the creature. It is the creature. Really? The creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite. Really? You know what? Like That's that. a good choice. I I think it's my whole thing because like you guys know I have like a form of thalassophobia and some mechanophobia. Yeah. Like I'm afraid of like deep bodies of water. And the creature from the Black Lagoon Black Lagoon is like a water horror, not deep water horror, but still water horror. Mm-hmm. And I for some reason I love underwater horror like that like underwater paranormal or creature shit like that I don't know why because I'm legit afraid of the ocean but I love that kind of stuff like we watched a movie a couple months back called The Deep House have you ever heard of that? yes y'all told me about it it it, it was fine (laughs) until the end the ending fucking sucked it was not good oh no 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 we want to talk about movies with bad endings that one cult movie we watched you watched a cult movie? without me? The Empty Man? Yeah. We didn't make it to the end. I know. That's we how bad the beginning of the end was. Thing is, okay, so the problem with The Empty Man <laughs> is that it was way, first of all, it was way too long for what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, it was that it was that night that me, Michael, B, and Jake got together. We were watching movies. Jake left at this point, so it was me, Michael, and B. Um, and we were watching The Empty Man, and we got halfway through it and said, we're done. Because it started out being like really interesting, like oh, yeah, it started out as a creature feature or like paranormal or something, yeah. like something like that, and then it turned into cult shit, and we were like, oh, oh that's no longer interesting. Yeah, just a complete and total switch up. Wait, really? I love cult shit. That really made you guys be like, mm. because of how interesting it was, and we were all having theories and yeah. stuff. The moment it became cult stuff, it was like, uh. oh, you guys got your hopes up. You guys, it was just idea. It was what a it very was. yeah. For all I know, the move presented as it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I'd be willing at some point to give it a shot again, but at that night we were not feeling it. Like we'd also just watched *Malignant*, which was a, I love that movie. I I enjoy that movie. It was a really good movie. I don't, I, don't I don't think I've ever seen that. But like back to like the cult movie thing. Yeah, I love cult movies. Like *Midsummer* is one of my favorite horror movies. Yes. Like or *Midsommar*, whatever. It's, I like. It's, go ahead. Sorry. It's phenomenal. I want to get you to watch that with me. Um. The Attestoop. It looks fine. Me. The what now? The Attestoop. Yeah. Yeah. I that entire concept is terrifying to me. Yeah. I think the ending was really good too. Mm. Yeah. Horror movies about so. cults don't really do it for me, which is odd because my favorite Halloween movie is uh, Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like all about a cult. <clears throat> um, by the way, did I tell you, uh, we watched it the other day and we were like, what the fuck is this? This isn't what I was... I don't. I was like, this isn't what I remember, because what I saw was the fucking producer's cut, the better one, the one that actually feels like a Halloween movie and not just a cheap gore grab. Like what right. the fuck? Like somebody showing off me, like look what I can do. I can make a movie. Yeah, for real. <laughs> no, so producer's cut is still my favorite Halloween movie because we went back and watched the um, the comparison on Dead Meat, and but that theatrical cut is bottom of my list just because of how pissed it made me. <laughs> my favorite Halloween movie is still three. I think I really like Your favorite Michael Myers movie is Resurrection, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Because That's an even wilder take than me. <laughs> it's like, I will be castrated and hung for my opinion in the Halloween fandom. Yeah. <laughs> but I will maintain, a movie does not have to be good for me to enjoy it. I'm, I agree, 100%. Correct. And seeing Buster Rhymes... <laughs> Pull out some kung fu on Michael Myers, <laughs> in my opinion, is still some of the greatest thing I have ever seen. We, because um, we've been watching the Halloween movies for, you know, October. Yeah. Uh, we we just did Curse of Michael Myers. We took a break. We're When we get back into it, we're doing three, to like, you know, as a buffer. And then we're doing H20 uh, and Resurrection. Ooh. And I'm fairly certain I've seen H20 before as a kid because I, I, I he thinks that's the one it was because I was talking through what I saw, but it's the one where Jamie Lee Curtis is she's got shorter hair at this point. Yeah, that's and H20. she's underneath some long tables and there's like a knife going into the table. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I remember. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. Yes, it also has my favorite shot in Halloween. Is it the one where he's lowering himself? No. Okay. But that, that is one. impressive. That's funny. And yeah. Holy shit on that stunt man if he did that without a wire. I, there's no way. I mean, there, there is, is I guess. I've but... seen men do one-armed pull-ups, dude. <laughs> but no, uh, my Many. favorite shot is she slams this door and has a circular window. Oh, that's She turns it. around, looks through it, and they're just staring at each other through it. And his fucking eyebrows on uh, the mask are just wild. Yep. And it has uh, Janet Lee in it, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Oh, oh. Does? oh that's right, it does. Yeah. I remember that. Also okay. has uh, Marion Crane from Psycho. Yep. So mm-hmm. I think the Screams Marions. Yeah. yeah. And you even get a uh, little hint of her theme. When she's walking towards her car. Oh, that's from okay. Psycho. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. Like yeah. that's actually really fucking cool. Does it make you more excited to get yeah, back into it now? It yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of. Like, I still need to watch Psycho though. Like I'm. I feel Psycho's like a, a good fan, one. Yeah, I, but... I like Psycho. <laughs> Stick with the original. Don't do the Vince Vaughn one. Oh, I plan on the original for yeah. sure. Um, I've seen like little bits of it, and I know the the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Like I know what the movie is. I know what happens in it. I just for some reason I've never sat down and watched it. Appreciate the toilet flush. Why is it 
It's the first one on screen. Oh, okay. Okay. In movie history. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's Didn't it cause like outrage to yeah. or something? Oh, it was the, the, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what it was. It was considered uh, grotesque. God, if they could time travel to 2023. <laughs> Sweeties, we got titties everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> actual poop, like actual feces. <laughs> oh my God. Vomit. You know, I'm not a big fan of that one. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite horror actor? Excuse me. Who would win when a Victorian a Victorian child's digestive tract or, or a fucking Coney from uh, from Gold Star? Dear God. <laughs> or a single Sour Patch Kid. Sour Patch Kid. The Sour Patch yeah. Kid. Favorite horror actor. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, hands down. Fair, yeah. I'm sorry. That is the most basic answer, yeah. but that's no. what you're gonna get Scream out of me. Queens. No, so yes, I've seen Scream Queens. I fucking love that. Yeah, that. I don't think it aged well though. I tried to rewatch it like later on, and I was like, ooh, yikes. I still love when she's fighting the uh, people in her apartment, and they're all they all have a uh, president masks on. Oh yeah, or like senator masks or whatever. It has been a minute, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Also, she's just hot in that damn movie. I mean, in that show. Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of kind of a baddie. Mm-hmm. She is. She's yeah. I'm not a big fan of Emma Roberts though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so, she's in Scream Queens, right? Or am I yeah. crazy? Okay. Yeah, no. Um, not a big fan of her. She plays one of the uh, Chanel's. Yeah. Like she's Chanel the Chanel. Yeah. yeah. She um. She is an abuser, and I'm not a big fan of abusers. So. Yeah, well, her character also made me want to yeah. punch her in the face. Sorry, I got I got uh, quiet again. I apologize. For yeah, that. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, that's just part of my quirks. So, on a lighter note, mm. um, so just a couple. So you know what we do? I explain to you how we do things here. We'll get you'll. You won't get to do like any ratings today because it's only a ho- it's only one singular movie, but. You'll get a little taste of it today, of like how we explain things. But how do you think? How how do you think you're gonna fare? Uh, trying to be a little bit more critical of children's horror. I'm gonna kick ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. What kind of kind of I'm back, so critical. What kind of background do you have in criticizing children? <laughs> wow. I work with children, sir. <laughs> I criticize them five days a week, Monday through Friday, literally six thirty a.m. to three p.m. <laughs> Oh, what's your favorite kill? Whoa, what? <laughs> your favorite kill in horror? That's big. That's a big question. Yeah, that is a that is a very broad question. We got to narrow it down. It is, I'm um, blanking now on every kill. Yeah, no, exactly. Hold on, hold on. That's a Let's big go. question. What's your favorite kill from Scream? Like, it's your favorite franchise. What's your favorite kill? Oh dear God! Fuck! You got you guys got to stall and like sing a song while I think so that it's not boring. Blue Moon. I'll tell you mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the first one. It's fucking the garage, the garage Tatum. one. Tatum, yeah, Tatum in the garage. He said the first one. I was like, it's that one. It's that one. <laughs> Mine's the TV on Matthew Lillard's head because just out of or not. Yeah, just Matthew Lillard through the TV. It's wild. Just like okay, uh, and then I still believe he's alive. So from yeah, me too. Scream. I'm gonna get hate for this. Mine's Dewey. You know what, though? Because it was so out of nowhere. You thought he was safe. It made you feel something. Spoiler warning, by the way. I mean, if you haven't seen the past few Scream movies. Through all the (laughs) stupid shit Dewey has done throughout every movie he was in. He's Mm -hmm. lived through everything. He lived through it all. He was the lovable idiot that survived. I bawled like a fucking baby, Michael. I bawled like a 
baby. This is the one time in Scream I was speechless. I was like, they didn't. And then I was she, in denial. Yeah. She put the knife up through his she slit him open. And I'm like, He's not Yeah, there's no coming back from that, baby. <laughs> Yeah, no, I he was a did. mess. I was a mess. Really said, not this time. Because <laughs> in this house, we love Dewey. Yeah. In this house, we fucking love that In this that house, we stand idiot. Dewey. Yeah. And we want uh, to drop kick fucking. I will tell you my least favorite part of the Scream franchise. Is it the second movie? Or it's it... Gail's bangs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, can we talk about Gail, though? Like uh, that that's character? what I was about to say. In this house, we stand Dewey and we want to drop kick Gail. Well, okay. No, listen, listen to me. You shut the fuck up, first of all. You don't talk about Gail like that. So, Gail kind of sucks. She's an awful person. She's awful. She's part of my favorite scream tradition. But she... She just... In the beginning of the movie, she just starts over again and then develops through the movie. And then... And then the all next the development movie, is gone. She starts again and then develops through the movie. So, she's in a time loop. Yeah. I, for some reason, I cannot get enough. I, I cannot get enough of her. I love, I love her change through the movies. And it's, it's repetitive. It is exhausting. I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy she gets punched. <laughs> yeah, me too. That was, a be- that was my favorite part. I think we were watching that and I think I audibly went, yes, or something like that. Yeah, yes. yeah. You were like, you get fucked. Like, get fuck. <laughs> she dodges the first one and then gets hit with the second one. <laughs> theater and I cheered. <laughs> and here's Gail with a steel chair. Dumb. Sydney with a steel chair. <laughs> okay, Sydney, best girl in horror? I love Sydney, I do. Ooh. However, no, it's Laurie Strode. Really? Of course. Really? What do you mean? Really? But- she is the scream queen. She's in Laurie Strode is two movies. No. Well, okay, the original Laurie Strode that everybody knows and loves. She's Young Laurie Strode. Four movies. Like okay. Three and a half movies, thank okay. you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But you gotta admit, in that first movie, she was kind of a dumbass. Or oh, was yeah, it the second but, movie? Like, she was a teenager, and all teenagers are stupid. Yeah, but Sydney was a teenager, and talking, she was never are, stupid. Are we talking strictly <laughs> movies, or can we do TV shows as well? Go for it. Mine's a toss-up between uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Kiki Palmer. Oh, Buffy, yeah. Okay. I've actually never seen Buffy, so I cannot argue with you on that. Uh, but you've seen Kiki Palmer's work. Have I? She was in uh, Scream Queens. See, yes. I've seen Kiki Palmer, mm-hmm. but the first thing that came, comes to mind is um, is that Jump In that Kiki Palmer's in. Is it what? It's a Disney movie. She's a Disney person. Wasn't uh, was she not? Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what. That's how I know Kiki Palmer. Okay. I know her from the Scream uh, TV show too. See, I have not. I, sh- I feel like I'm a fake fan. I feel like that shouldn't that. have existed though. It felt wrong. Did yeah. it? Yeah. See, I've never. I like season three the most. I just I haven't taken the time to watch it. I don't know. It's not horrible. It, hmm. It's definitely more drawn out than it needs to be. Like, I think it would have done better as a miniseries instead of a full series. But it ain't horrible. Mm. I don't like the mask, though. No, this is the mask, and it's the worst. Yeah. Wait, why? Because they couldn't because, get the right yeah. original mask. Oh, well. Uh, you know, you Which, know, like, I'm sorry, this isn't thing. this isn't Scream. It's just not. They could have called it something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing with the... You guys know the story of the ghost face mask, right? Yeah. yeah. About how it was, like, this small town... I think it was, like, $12 they got mm-hmm. it for or something crazy like that. Yep. It was, like, $12, and they got the rights to it, and now look at it. Like, 
I mean, even now you can buy Ghostface merch without it being related to Scream because they still were mm-hmm. able to keep their own rights to this freaking mask. Yep. So I think that is so dope. It is unheard of. I'm so glad they said yes because that mask is iconic. Yeah. It it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Whoever designed it deserves all the butt pats. Mm-hmm. So does the William Shatner mask, though. Yeah. <laughs> they either they either colored it white or turned it inside out. I forget what the story is, but it is just a they William spray painted it white. Spray painted, yeah. Yeah. I feel like inside out it would look a lot different. Yeah. Like the hair. Oh, so I don't know if I told you all this. Uh, y'all ever seen Ernest Scared Stupid? Yes, it is he's, my favorite Halloween movie. He's trying to get me to watch it this month. And also, the thing you're about to say, I shared. Yeah. I know exactly I what you're saying. It. I love that. What's the thing? It's the fact that the costumes from Killer Crowns from Outer Space, which like I showed her for the first time not too long ago, um, they reused the uh, clown costumes for the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you told me and that. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was something I didn't already know. So I no, kind of, yeah. I've been sharing that since I saw it, and I love it because it's so cool. We both watched um, Hocus Pocus the other night, and she found a newfound love of it. I did. So I, I, I grew up with no cable. And, like, we, okay, so we had cable, like, occasionally. So, like, for a few months, we'd have it. And then my dad would be like, no, it's too expensive. Bye bye. Um, so with Hocus Pocus, it wasn't really nostalgic for me. I didn't grow up on that. That's not something, like, as a full adult, I watched it, I think, in my bedroom when I lived with my parents, like, on my computer or something. And I was like, eh, it's okay. I don't get the whole hubaloo or whatever. Um, watch it with him I'm obsessed I'm cre- I'm currently creating an art piece um, of the Sanderson sisters she turned to me and she so. said this is gonna be my personality for the next three weeks at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm a big fan I think it's great um the writing is wonderful the music is fun the characters uh, are amazing it's it's a great movie the main character kind of like eh, he's annoying at first because he's max a teenager max sucks yeah yeah max is an annoying little teenager he's, but he he doesn't himself. redeem himself until the very end honestly yeah when he tries to like sacrifice himself or whatever yabos what he loves your yabos oh yeah oh that thing yeah <laughs> yeah bazing, bazingas yabos no, uh, would you believe that that movie completely failed at the box office yeah he was telling he was actually telling me what you were telling him mm-hmm. he got released in July of yeah. all times that's such a wild time they to release that specific movie I like, think they were impatient and were just like I want we want this out now like, we have <laughs> Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy and Jamie that's enough to bring everybody in Normally, yes, but you did a holiday movie, you fucking idiots. You should have released it around the holiday. I mean, the earliest you can release a Halloween movie is September. Yeah. Now we go to a freaking bitchcraft fair in Louisville and see cosplays of the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so beloved, they're everywhere. Yeah. I, but like I said, I work with children and the parents will give us gifts. They gave me a, um, whatchamacallit, Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus mug. mug. Yeah. And I wasn't even in Hocus Pocus. And I was like, well, this is cute, I guess. And now I'm like, I have a Hocus Pocus <laughs> mug. <laughs> I, when I was younger, I used to watch Hocus Pocus on repeat like all the time and I have not watched it since and come back to him like no yeah I remember why I, I know why I love this so much it's such a great movie everything about it is wonderful like even the animation on Binks's face yeah it's really mm-hmm. good it's like what good yeah it's not it wasn't something I looked at and went ha, that's awful mm-hmm. it, it aged well so yeah amazingly yeah. well it's good to know that we are all are, are, uh, uh-huh. It's good to know that we're all able to like get talking and stuff, and easily able to talk together together like this. Uh, it's been we've been doing this for a, a while, and we should probably introduce what we're going to be doing for the Halloween special <laughs> today. 
Actually. What do you mean? I was having a ball just shooting the shit. (laughs) Our special today is a personal favorite of mine. It is a movie that I... I either, I can't even remember if I watched it as a kid. I remember watching the VHS tapes for Alvin and the Chipmunks meets the Wolfman and Frankenstein and this being a commercial for it every time. And I always was like, I want to watch that. I want to watch it. I don't know if I ever watched it, but last year for Christmas, my sister Veronica gave me the DVD. Today we are watching The Halloween Tree. Uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, narrated by Br- Ray Bradbury. Written by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Um, and I believe Leonard Nimoy is also in it? Yes. Yes, he is. See, when he said Ray Bradbury, I couldn't believe him because I was like, isn't that the dude that did Fahrenheit 451 or it something? Is. Yeah. And he was like, maybe I got it wrong. No, he got it right. That's wild. No, I don't. I've never even heard of this. Uh, so He also did a movie called Something Wicked This Way Comes. Okay. Which is another really great movie. I think that was it. Hold on. I need to confer. But Michael, you said you watch this movie at least once a year on, around Halloween, right? Yes. How do you do that? Do you have it on DVD or do you just find it? Or I find it. Okay. Sometimes it's on YouTube. Okay. Like There's a channel that uh, they've been shut down several times on YouTube, but every year they'll upload a bunch of Halloween movies and That's you have cool. to find them. I love that. Is it kind of like when people post the Broadway musicals and they upload yeah. the slime tutorials? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Yeah, never heard of that one either. Oh, Dang. it's so good. I watched it in uh, school. Mm. And Miss Tilly fucking rocked. <laughs> Was that your teacher? Yeah. So, uh, we also like to go, when we introduce like whatever episode or what, or what we're doing, we like to give some background on like who did it so and stuff like that so this came out it was released in on october 2nd 1993 so a great time to release a holiday movie unlike hocus pocus (laughs) (laughs) disney originally releasing on the abc network which is now freeform i believe is that the one that became freeform or is that ABC was still ABC. Who fucking knows at this point? It's been a long time. Things change and it's scary. Uh, It is based on a book of the same name by Ray Bradbury. It's a Halloween tree. It was written by Ray Bradbury, directed by Mario Peluso. P-I-L-U-S-O. That's Peluso, right? I believe so. All right. Um, Includes the voices of Leonard Nimoy, Nimoy? Nimoy, Annie Baker, Alex Greenwald, Eden Gross, or Gross, uh, Kevin Smets and Andrew Keegan, narrated again by Ray Bradbury, composer John Debney. We have a lot of info on this one, mm-hmm. unlike usual. Um, producers Mario Peluso, co-executive producer Mark Young, associate producer uh, Kunio uh, Shimamura, editor Gil Iverson, running time 69 minutes, nice. Production <laughs> companies, Hanna-Barbera Cartoons. Looks like it also released on Cartoon Network because they have like a whole ass uh, thing for it, so that's cool. Cool. Now, yeah, so we're going to do the Halloween tree today. Um, we all thank you for welcoming our new host um, for her first episode. Um I'm going to rock your world. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we will be right back. And we are back, 
guys. And I think, full disclosure, I don't think I've ever seen this. I think it was just the commercials that I remember so highly and was like, I want to see this. And Was the wait worth it? Yes, it was. I was not disappointed at all. Um, so we are going to start off with, as usual, the retelling of the story. Which of us would like to start first? Who remembers the beginning the most? Okay, we're flying right. through the clouds, right? <laughs> we're flying through the clouds. While a very, very uh, cozy voice tells us what's going on. Yeah. Basically, it's Halloween, and these kids are getting ready to go meet up with their friend Pip. And we just keep hearing about Pip to the point where it's slightly annoying. Pip, pip cheerio! <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Pip, the greatest kid that ever lived. Yeah, the narrator yeah. just kind of Literally like, says that. This... <laughs> the sunshine, sh- the sun shines out of this boy's asshole. Like, yeah, like could talk louder, sing better, and jump further than any other boy. Yeah, and we're like, wow, this guy must be dope. <laughs> so all the kids, like uh, Tom, the <laughs> Tom the skeleton, Jenny the witch, yeah, Ralph the mummy, and Wally, Wally the monster, the monster, just generic monster. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a yeti almost, kind, kind of. of. Uh. Yeah. But uh, they go over to Pip's house where they are shocked and amazed that there are very few Halloween decorations up. And they're like, this is odd. What the fuck? Yeah. And also, they, they're supposed to like meet in like the like this intersection or whatever. They're like, Pip's not here. Something else is wrong. Then they go to the house and like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where the fuck are all the decorations? So, Which is weird. Yeah, because you pointed out like the decorations should have been up like before Halloween starts. Weeks so, ago. So what, they take them all down for this? So we were kind of thinking, hey, has this kid been sick for a while or something? Yeah. Until they see the note on the door. Yeah, because the next thing we see is we see an ambulance in their driveway and the parents get in along with a kid on a stretcher who we assume is Pip and they drive away and... They immediately go to the door. There's a note on the door saying, hey, um, blah, 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 hospital. Sorry to let you down. Appendicitis. Got to go. Bye. Um, okay, okay. I remember them having to go on a journey to get to Pip's house. You all remember that at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, a bit. Like, they yeah. had to go and, up a few hills. Spoilers. Like, at the end of the movie, his house is right beside them's. It really is. Holy shit. That's kind of... I didn't think about that. You're right. <laughs> It's maybe right it in was, the neighborhood. Maybe it was just exaggerated because of the anticipation that they were feeling. That's they were, fair. And they That's also, how kids be. It's and small. also, if you remember, they didn't like they they left their house and they traveled to a destination You're to meet right. everybody yeah, they went somewhere too. Else, so that's we, fair. But then they were like, "Where the where, where the fuck's this kid? Like, yeah. Still, our bestie is gone." To get there, it, they it, just, didn't, it didn't look like Pip's house was in a neighborhood at the beginning of the no, movie. Yeah, no, yeah, but at the end, it definitely was. It definitely was. No, it looked like at the beginning that it was just out in the like outside of town yeah. somehow, like up a hill. It, the way they depict the journey to Pip's house is the way my dad depicted his journey to school as a kid. <laughs> No. 15 miles up uphill, hill, both, both ways, ways no shoes barefoot in the snow and then my grandma Eve would chime in Johnny you rode the bus <laughs> <laughs> that was God. legit so good okay, yeah they find a uh, note saying hey you know I'm sick got appendicitis so, sorry it, says, so, it literally said something about appendicitis yeah and, yeah. He, and he was like we'll meet up with you later uh, I'll meet up with you later. Ready, set, go. And so they kept saying, "Ready, set, go." Yeah. When they would, if you you don't remember that, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I yeah, believe they you. They said I it a couple it. times. Yeah. I remember okay. them saying it like three times in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Why? Wow, I'm blanking on everything. Because on the end, at okay. the end of the note, he wrote, "Ready, set, go." So they made it a thing. They would go, "Ready, set, go." And then you know, Jenny would be on her little bike, and the rest of them would be yeah. running and stuff like that until. 
You know, I do remember the Ready Set Go now because I remember how odd it was. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, they were there? just. You it must have been a thing. I, did, I think I did mock it. Yeah. I'm thinking it must be like a quirk of Pips or yeah, something. Something probably. that he says to them or yeah. something. But um, but they decide yeah. they're going to chase the ambulance. They did, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we know a shortcut to the hospital. Which is through the ravine. And Wally's like, not that. Not another please, shortcut through the ravine. Please the let frizz? this be a No way. Get <laughs> on down Main Street. I knew I should have stayed at home today. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, Wally is very much Arnold. I vibe with Wally through this movie, though. I really <laughs> His Low-key, his character development, though. Like, we'll his, get to that. Has, but, yeah. Yeah. I, um, so they go they have they go through this ravine and they stop at the edge. Jenny is like going ahead of them because she's on a bike, obviously. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like smart. I think that that was around the time I was like, You're telling me Jenny's the only one with a bike, I would just have to hoof it? Ain't no what? way. Ain't no You're way. telling me they were able to keep up with her. I think she she Ralph, had to have just been going slower. Right? Nerd. It, yeah, it showed her like like going past them and then slowing to keep pace yeah, with Tom, okay. probably. Yeah. So I think I think that was very much on purpose. Right. But they get to this the edge of this cliff and she stops and um they're looking down to this ravine and we see like a little like spectral figure like you can see right through him just run from a tree to a tree kind of and Tom's like that's Pip. We got to go get him. I knew he's like I knew it was just just a joke which like Buddy, <laughs> people don't rent ambulances for jokes. Yeah, bro thought no Halloween decorations, an ambulance with a stretcher going inside of it. Oh, Pip is pranking us. It's a big joke. Kids are dumb. Tom has big Fred Jones energy <laughs> from Scooby-Doo. He really do. You know what? No, 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 from Pup. From Pup named Scooby-Doo specifically, yeah. yeah. Dear God. Fair enough. It was Red Herring. <laughs> it was Red Herring. It, it was which, Red Pippin all along. Which, uh, Pipkin... Um, fucking his hair is also red so that was funny yeah no so they're like let's go and Tom runs down there oh, you're they, forgetting what uh, I believe it was Ralph who pointed out that he could see right through yeah him. like you guys, he, I can see right through him you sure that's him yeah yes it's totally cool dude and they go down Janie like kind of takes a breath he's like all right, and she fucking rides, just fucking drops her and her bike down a cliff yeah this is no <laughs> small Guts, hill man. Those guts, actually. I don't think I could. This was some... Um, uh, Stan Jenny. What is it? Uh, BMX shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would just... If it were me, I would have left the bike behind. Because like, yeah. there's no way I'm riding it down there. I trust myself sliding down on my feet more than I do on a bike. Mm-hmm. See, at least with a bike, you can kind of... I, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like this. Maybe it's because, like, as a kid, yeah. I go down hills on bikes and stuff like that, which is a lot different yeah. than, like, a, a, a dirt hill. But you know this... I trip over flat surfaces. I trip Air, over, I, yeah. if there is a rock on the ground, I'll find it and I'll trip on it. Mm. If there's a slight, tiny little divot in the ground, I'll find it and I'll trip over it. So going down that hill on my feet is more terrifying than on a bike. Because <laughs> at least on a bike, the tires have tread on them. My shoes never do at the, at the worst possible times. I, wa- so, I watch I'm a lot Jenny of biking. This. I, I watch a lot of mountain biking videos. I think I got this. <laughs> <laughs> my issue is that when I was a kid, uh, my bike was fourth hand. What? Oh, like handed down? Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. So mine literally came out of a dumpster somewhere and it didn't have the rubber grips on the handlebars. Oh. It had exposed rust. 
Oh. So if I wreck and the handlebars go sideways, I'm out. I am literally dead. <laughs> oh, Especially no. at this time of. Uh, <laughs> oh no. In this time, I guess around. The yes, Most, back when you weren't yeah. allowed to go to the doctor unless you had a compound fracture. But they're going. So they're in this ravine. They're going, and uh, a tree with a hand reaches out and grabs Ralph. Which, like, at the time, I just kind of took to being like. Um, okay, it's like a kid's imagination. He probably got snagged on a tree, and that's his interpretation of it, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, which probably could still be true, but given what happens literally five minutes later, it probably was just a tree hand. Yeah, <laughs> was, well, the trees also tree had faces. Hand. The trees also had faces, yes. Yeah, I love all the hidden faces in this movie. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was really cool. Um, but, so, they continue along this path chasing where Pipkin went until they come upon this, like, obviously haunted house. Like, like uh, the way the narrator, Ray Bradbury, described it is that the the spires on it felt like a graveyard. With the how chimneys. Many, the chimneys felt like a graveyard with each one representing a different tombstone. Yeah, so it looked like it was carved from black marble. Yeah. Beautiful descriptions, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I absolutely adore I him. love his narration, too. Oh, I yeah, think it his was voice, wonderful. This, his voice was pretty, like, soothing, even though it was literally children's horror-esque yeah. yeah. stuff. His voice was very calming. It wasn't cryptic or anything. Right, yeah. yeah. So, and it, it, like, added to the wholesomeness of... The overall film, I think. 100%. And y'all were saying the animation was cozy. It the, was. It was. That was something I was going to leave for um, the things we liked sorry. after this. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, you're correct. The animation is beautifully cozy. I'll bring that back up. But so they get to this house, they go up, and Jenny's like, it's a Marley knocker. And I'm like, what did you call me? <laughs> and she's like, no, it's like... It's like from uh, Scrooge and Bob Marley. Like Bob Marley. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Not dung, at all. Dung. <laughs> not at all. Do, Michael. <laughs> not not at all. I was going to sing past the Dutchie on the left hand side, but I don't think that's, that's Bob not Marley. Bob Marley yeah. either. Okay, we're either getting way, way off track not here. That, Rush um, the party and Plast the Blunt Man. <laughs> it was from what? A, a Christmas Carol. Yes. A Scrooge and Jacob Marley. I know the name. Jake Bob I'm Marley. starting to think you didn't. And um how and how they do it is um it looks like a face, and so she lifts up the top half of the face over like the ma- the mouth is like the line, the top half of the face, and knocks with that. Which I'm like, interesting, I guess. And it was, like, obnoxious, too. Yeah, very. Like, it was actually kind of cool. I was like, I kind of want that for my house. Right. Maybe it would make people leave me alone. Maybe. <laughs> um, fucking, so she does that, and then, like, for some reason, the entire left-hand side of the porch just collapses, kind of, like, all the, the boards, and then all of the wooden stairs yeah. collapse, which, in my mind, I was like, why wouldn't... Why the left-hand side? Why would just... why not... there was an exit from the porch there. Was there? I didn't yeah. notice it then, my bad. Also, uh, when they walked up the stairs, they were musical. Were they really? Yeah. I didn't notice Well, that. they were every lifting, time... yeah. Every time they took a step on the stairs, it was a different note. Oh, I see. Okay. I remember that part. Okay. I just remember thinking like, like well, thinking that it looked like it was going to collapse if they put their weight mm. on it. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, all shattered, and then a whirlwind happens, a door opens, and they get sucked, pulled, not really pulled, but pushed into this house. Like, they tried to resist, but they got shoved into this house, and we are introduced to a new character. Um, My brain wanted to say the Mind Flayer. <laughs> the Mind Flayer? <laughs> 
Carapace Clavicle Moundshroud, voiced by Leonard Nimoy, which who did a wonderful job. By the way, thirty years later, I still can't believe he's the one voicing him. No, yeah, if I hadn't have already known, I wouldn't have been able to pick it out. Like, absolutely not. Amazing work. Oh yeah, fucking phenomenal. Moundshroud, <laughs> but he is going like. He's kind of cryptic because he's like, do you know why you wear those costumes? And like, we find out Tom's name, last name is Skelton and he's wearing mm-hmm. a skeleton costume. And um, they they have a little bit of banter like this where it's like, do you know why you wear these costumes? Oh, I don't have time for this. And then they saw Pippin go into this house beforehand. I don't know if we said that or not. Yes. But they saw him go into the front door. And um, at one point, Wally sits down in this chair and like falls back in it, and he knocks over some vases, and Pippet, Pipkin behind them like runs from behind them. So there he is now. Did we talk about how they got in the house yet? They were, they did the door knocker, but do you remember the giant fucking tornado? Yeah, I oh, said yeah. they got sucked so, in. Okay, see, I, I completely zoned in. out. No, you're good. Because to me, that was like... That was pretty cool. I don't know. I, no, I enjoy. Dope. I enjoyed dope. that. Yeah, maybe I'm just actually 12 years old. No, but that I was thought that was fun. Dope, though. Okay. No, everything about this movie is great. I don't yeah. give a shit what anybody says. There's uh, there's a reason Michael watches it literally every year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know much movies, many movies he does that with. So it's. I, I watched this movie when it came out, and I've watched it every year of my life, basically. I want to now. I, I really think there do. was one time I was sick and I wasn't able to find it. Oh no! Yeah, so I watched it twice the next year. Yeah, make up for lost <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Pip runs out me. the side door. He's still see through, but he has oh, yeah. to open doors. He's, for some he's reason. like got blue tinge to him too. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they're screaming, "This bitch a ghost!" Uh-huh. <laughs> this bitch. Well, they s- they follow him and then they see it. The, the coolest Halloween fucking tree, tree I've ever seen in anything ever. And, and then they say the name of the movie out loud. It's the hollo- not just a pumpkin tree, it's the Halloween tree. Yes, <laughs> and they see Pip climbing this enormous tree, which has just thousands upon thousands of jack-o'-lanterns hanging from it. Yeah, it's a and giant the way tree. it's described is amazing. Mm-hmm. Each fucking uh, pumpkin has a unique face mm-hmm. with a ghastly grin and twice as many eyes. Like, it, and <laughs> he has a gift with words. And mm-hmm. this this movie is like a painted animation, like back background kind of too Mm -hmm. and so the image they showed of this tree i immediately like went online like i gotta have this for my phone background or for a lock (laughs) screen and i found one it's a little blurry but it works and it's the it's a good aesthetic so Mm -hmm. like but uh, as pip is climbing this tree the jack-o'-lanterns are lighting up as he touches each branch yeah uh he goes higher and higher the kids start to give pursuit until Pip stops and finds his own pumpkin, one with his face on it. And Moundshroud's like, you leave that alone. Now you listen here. He is angry. And Pip's like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> oh, this pumpkin, this pumpkin here? Yoink. Yoink. Pip takes the pumpkin off the tree, and it lights up with beautiful flame. Mm. And he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out, and jumps <laughs> from the top of the tree into a pile of leaves. Uh... The others follow him, and they're looking around, and Ginny's like, he's melted! Which, why he would melt, I don't know. Leaf allergy? 
Well, the mount dude, mount, I don't know. The mount mount Shroud. Fucking Dracula-looking brother. Um, Mr. Burns he, and Dracula cosplay. Yes. He, he, like, made the leaves all kind of blow away, and yeah. the kids were still there, but Pip, the ghost slash child, was Gone. not there. Yeah, so that's when Jenny was like, he's mounted. When the leaves were still there. I don't think so. I think you might be, it makes more sense. Maybe it was during then? I can't remember I can't remember her saying that, so this well, is on YouTube. I just remember thinking it was fucking stupid when she said it. Mm. I can't remember, like, okay, so did they see him, like, leaving this time, or was he just gone after the leaves blew away and Mount Shroud was, was like, we need to He was gone. Yeah. Okay, he was just gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mount Shroud is like, we need to follow him, we need to get that pumpkin back, and the kids are pretty, like, immediately on his side. It's really interesting considering he was yelling at the boy not to get the pumpkin. Yeah. I don't think they quite, I think all they knew is we need to find our friend and he was providing them a means. And so they're like, yeah, yeah let's do it. They were on his side. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, our interests have aligned. They were we want to find him. him. You want to find him. <laughs> to be fair, he also had, like, he isn't blatantly mean to them at all, really. Mm-hmm. He's just. Yeah, he's just grumpy and weird looking. He's He's not mean to them. He's very neutral. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not evil. No. Which is a great way to depict his character. Right. When when we find out later. Yeah. (laughs) But he says, we need to find him. Um... Shit, what is their first mode of transportation? Isn't it's it the just- kite. Yes, the kite! That's right! Oh my god! Oh, I, I want to point out, though, kite. Mount Shroud believes that Pip has escaped to the undiscovered continent. I'm sorry? That's what he said. Apparently, that chunk is just missing from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the reason it stands out to me is because it's such a weird thing because it's never explored. It's never explained or explored, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of get it, though. It's a different like place they haven't been. It's got to be obscure and strange. Mm-hmm. He could have just said other world or, or like, something, The thing whatever. is, like, <laughs> they never go to another world. They go back in time, like, to different points in time, yeah. which, like, we'll get to in a second. But, yeah, you're right. So the first thing they do is they see this, like, barn close by, right? It's mm-hmm. not very far, but it has a bunch of old circus posters on it that mm-hmm. depict different animals. And Mount Shroud brings them to life, and so they're all, like, growling and shit, like, on the posters, and forms a living kite out of them. Like, a giant living kite. It's just going absolutely berserk. Yeah. yeah, it's just going absolutely berserk, and they're like, it needs direction, we need to make a tail for it. Tom says that, Tom says that, yeah. Yeah, what does Tom fucking do? Grabs onto it. He grabs onto the kite and makes himself the tail. <laughs> I guess. I'll be the tail. What are you, a fucking Power Rangers or damn? And then his friends are like, fuck yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And they all hang on each other with the most brutal upper arm strength that yeah, I've ever seen legit, in children. Like, <laughs> like the fucking grip strength is amazing. They're training to be assassins. Yeah, especially Tom, like supporting everybody else's weight and holding onto cloth. Mm-hmm. No. What? The way my palms would have gotten sweaty, knees weak, arms spaghetti, yeah. and I would have fallen and took everybody down with me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, they go up into the air, they fly over the town, they cross the moon, which is waxing and waning in reverse until mm-hmm. it starts flashing a thousand times. Yeah. And they're back a thousand, what, four thousand years into the past, into ancient Egypt. We are in ancient Egypt. During the uh, Feast of Ghosts, or, uh, this confused me, because I looked up Feast of Ghosts. Yeah. And from what I can find, it's known as the Wag Festival. 
Okay, maybe it's just a tr- maybe it's a translation error. Yeah, it takes place in early August. Okay, uh, known as Thout in the Coptic language. Hmm. Uh, they leave small boats and rivers as a way to remember Osiris's death and honor the deceased loved ones during their journey to the afterlife of Aru. That's interesting. I like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we see depicted in the movie. Not really. No. <laughs> Well, don't um, they get bring it brung into like somebody's house and they, do, they have yeah. dinner with them? Well, they're invited to dinner with them. Yeah. And they're passing this food along and there's was it Mima, grandpa, grandma, somebody. Great grandfather. Great grandfather. I just thought Mima sounded silly. Fair. So great grandfather sitting there dead as fuck and the yeah. kids are rightfully Mouth wide open. Rightfully like kind of creeped out because they don't understand, like, hey, this is something that this culture does mm-hmm. um on this certain day. So, and then the lady explains, yeah, that's my great grandfather or my grandfather. Um, he's been dead sixty four years. Yeah, he's been he's been dead he's a hot been, minute. He's been dead eighty five inv- years. And we invite him out to have dinner with us on this day. So yeah, I think that's a cool tradition. Like I'm no Egyptologist. I I know very little about Egypt, mm-hmm. but that really does seem like a cool fucking tradition. Yeah. To me. I also want, when we first arrive in Egypt, I like the view of, like, there's just a bunch of, like, pharaoh ghosts. Yes. And they do look creepy. Like, they have, like, the the mummified eyes and face, mm-hmm. and they're just, like, flying around. There's one that's <laughs> eating, like, something outside of somebody's house, mm-hmm. and that's where we first find Pip before we go into the house and see the dead grandfather who has the widest mouth in the world. <laughs> I, j- I just love that when they see Pip on the doorstep, like, about to eat bread, Mountron's like, all right, let's sneak up on him. And then the kids are immediately like, Pip! (laughs) (laughs) Very stealth. You guys wouldn't last a minute in Sly Cooper. Kids Kids are so dumb, though. They they really are. They don't mean to be, obviously, but they're just... oh, Oh, man. Kids yeah. are just not the brightest uh, well, sometimes. We're in this we're in these people's house and they're kind of explaining like um, the way they're honoring their dead by bringing them back, having a meal with them. And then I th- How do we find I think he's hidden behind some vases again, isn't he? He is. No, these are the first vases. In the yeah. uh, in Mount Shroud's house, he was behind the chair that Wally sat in. But didn't he fall into some vases there? No, no, he just fell out from this time. The chair. Oh. This time, I think Wally got spooked by the old man. Yeah, that's and right. And then tripped and fell into the vases, which revealed Pip behind. I think them. my brain just copy pasted the the vases into <laughs> Mount Trout. Like every out. time we see Pip as a ghost, he's hiding behind. He's a always behind the vases. It's, it's a metaphor. Vases. It's your Legend of Zelda. It's, my, it's the Legend of Zelda in me. Yeah, I haven't played uh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom in a bit. I need to. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> Uh, Pip so, goes running out, and into he a, runs towards a pyramid, right? He goes into yeah. a pyramid, yeah. And they follow. Mm-hmm. They lose him. Mm-hmm. And then one of the sarcophagi open. It's a very ugly sarcophagus. Well, no. It has Mount Shroud's face. No, not yet. We There is a um a, a, ba- a bandage that comes sneaking out of the dark, grabs oh, yeah. onto Ralph, who's yep. dressed as a mummy, mm-hmm. and pulls him along. And he's like, guys, help me! Which I remember that was in the commercial. Mm-hmm. It was like, mm. uh, so they follow him, and that leads it pull drags him towards the surface. So this is. I think I understand why Arl Stein would always call the mummy cases in his books, because sarcophagus is really hard the for a kid. It's yeah. hard for me. <laughs> sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> no, Noxuna Moon. All right. So then we get to that ugly sarcophagus, and then it opens up, and there's a mummy mound shroud in there. Yes. A mound mummy. Mummy, mummy shroud. shroud. Mummy shroud. And like, he has something that I really wanted as a tattoo as a child. Oh? Yeah. He has the, uh, oh, the sun tattooed the on his hand. His, yeah. And he has the moon tattooed on his hand. Oh, he's like, yeah. in his palms. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, winter kills summer. No, uh, day kills night, night kills day, something like that. And then he puts his hands together, and there's this big flash of light. Saying raw is killed by darkness. Yeah. And I, maybe. I misinterpreted it because to me it was like he was saying, "Oh, that might that maybe that's the reason for summer ending is because Raw is like killed and or whatever like in their lore in, in their lore in their um in their Culture. folklore." Was, I think it was definitely a metaphor for life. It and was, death. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they're like this is the reason for the changing of the seasons. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I interpreted it like that. Okay, cool. So I'm not wrong. Um. Uh oh! Then they they hear some noises and it's uh people are bringing in, um, Pip. Pip. No. Mountshot tells them that Pip is being mummified as they speak. Yes, that's right. And then they see shadows in like a vent area, kind of mm-hmm. like a little hole in the wall. And Ralph go like they go up to it and I think he's like, "Go get him, Ralph!" And so Ralph jumps in and he finds Pip's sarcophagus. Which is kind of cool. It's got like um, a baseball bat and a um, uh, slingshot. A sling. That's what it's called. A slingshot yeah. crossed. And I think the sides of it. I I didn't see much of it, but the side of it looked like it was Pip stealing the pumpkin. Did it? I didn't see that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, and I kind of want to go back and look. <laughs> but yeah, it looked like it was Pip steal uh, running away with the pumpkin at some point on I, one of the uh, hieroglyphs. But we have like this this uh, moment. Where um, Ralph is like, Pip, you gotta, like, you gotta come back with us. Like, you're supposed to teach me how to how to bat left-handed, and um, you're the only friend who hasn't made fun of my glasses. That was so sad. It was really sad. Yeah. yeah. And like, stop being jerks to your friends, guys. Kids right. suck. <laughs> just, just stop. <laughs> no, and he's like, well, it's not that hard to bat left-handed. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what else was said because, um. Not because, but next that I remember. I'm fading. I'm fading. He's, yeah, he'll say that more in the future, but yeah, I'm fading. And so then people come in and they're taking the sarcophagus and they bring it into the room where the other people are. And everybody is pretending to be mummies at this point. Yeah, they're like, like hiding in the, like, they're the standing side, in like, the recesses of the room with their arms crossed over their chests. I'm having trouble remembering the sex part, so I need somebody else to take over for me for a bit. Uh, Ralph comes in uh, when they were about to do stuff with Pip's sarcophagus and pretending to be a reawakened mummy. Mm-hmm. Then Mound Shroud does the same. Yeah, they scare they the all shit out of these people. This, yeah, these poor fucking embalmers and shit. Yeah, they're like, they get ah. the shit scared out of them, and they go running out. They drop Pip's uh, sarcophagus. It opens slightly. Mountroud goes for the pumpkin, and Pip's like, "Nah, motherfucker!" Yeah, and a, magics away. That's right. He like spins it. Yep. Right, and then like a globe trotter. Yeah, really. <laughs> and the wind picks up, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, motherfuckers, what are we going to do now? They grab onto Montroud's uh, cape, mm-hmm. and they go flying off into the air. And I'm very confused because I remember him taking off the cape and throwing it to them. However, later we see the cape is reattached to him, and they're all holding onto it. 
Maybe he just threw the end of it to them. Like, it's just a really long... It became really long for a minute. Maybe, but I remember seeing him fly off without the cape. I don't remember that. Because you... he went from right to left you. on the okay. screen. Yeah, no, um, I know. I didn't notice anything like that. I remember you saying that while we were watching it, though. Um, but I didn't, unfortunately, catch on to... No, I didn't either. ...any of that. Anyways, we're flying through the air again. We're going towards the moon, and the moon has a very cool skeleton face on it. It does. Again, yes. I love all the hidden faces, and some of the ones that are not hidden, just they're there. They're beautiful. It's a metaphor for life. And death. And death. No, uh, we're back in ancient, uh, well, the Dark Ages in Europe, yeah, we're specifically in, we're in Europe. Great Britain. Yes, uh, we get to see Stonehenge, and they were talking about how, like, it has something to do with, like, people turning into monsters for some reason. I can't remember what he gave the reason for. Oh, the joy belief that uh, spirits would come back on this, du- spirits, on this night okay. and take the form of animals. And monsters, Great and he beasts. says, and the worst, worst, the black, black cat. cat. Black <laughs> is bad luck. Black is black is bad. Black is sin. I was like, oh, We're like, okay, old man. All right, hold up there. <laughs> yeah, uh, the shadows start from Stonehenge start reaching out, and Mount Shroud kind of melts into them. Mm. And he's like, find Pip, and they see Pip's uh, silhouette running across all of Stonehenge, uh, and it kind of becomes one of those little carousel, not carousels, but like uh, I know what you the mean. spinning things that cast shadows. Yeah. Or uh, like they look make m- fake movements. From yeah, they had pictures. one of the uh, the ki- a kid was using one of those in the co- second Conjuring movie. Mm-hmm. So I know what you mean. But they had one of those things. I hope I explained it well enough. Just watch House on Haunted Hill and look for the spinning thing. Yeah, watch it's the entire that. movie and then look for this one little thing. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll know what we're talking. You'll about You'll know this it other when movie. you see it. Damn yeah, it! Yeah, pause this right now. Go watch the movie and come back. <laughs> come back and listen, finish listening. Let's talk about this other movie. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that. But then. Pip's shadow transforms into a cat, mm-hmm. and they're trying to catch the cat, and the cat clearly is malnourished and scared. That was probably a weird sound, sorry. My <laughs> microphone was coming out of its holster for some reason. No, well, what was happening is, uh, so we have little, like, foam things on the end of our microphones. Basically, it, it helps with, like, breathing and stuff, so all that doesn't get picked up. Um, I won't do it. Unless it's like really hard, that'll be that'll pick up. But like, yeah, that picked up. But um, but no, for some reason, it was just coming off the end of Michael. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna fix that. Bloop. Okay. All right, but you're good. Sorry. Yeah, this cat is clearly malnourished. The poor thing. Yeah. But they chase it, and they come upon a broom festival. Now, how they explain this is pretty cool. I think. Do you want to? I mean, a little bit. My, my memory's pretty hazy, so if I don't... Just do what you remember. If I, if, okay, if I miss some stuff, pick up on it, yada, yada, yada. That's how but, we do it, don't worry. Um, they're we collecting these sticks, and they kind of describe it in a way that's like, they just kind of fall off the trees this mm-hmm. kind this time of year, and they're they're holding these big bundles of sticks to make witch brooms out of mm-hmm. for this festival. And all the while, if you remember, I believe this is around the time they start flying on broomsticks, right? Like yes. the kids? Yeah. And... Um, I keep wanting to call him Count Dracula. Uh, <laughs> the kids and, and, the, and the old man um, <clears throat> start flying around on these broomsticks. And correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this when they start talking about how, like, witches... Yes. Yeah, witches don't cast these things. They don't do these evil things. Well, They're just... We skipped a small bit. Okay, Did what we? do we skip? Uh, Jenny starts to get over her fear of heights. Heights flying in the oh, room. Oh, yeah. I She's like, it's like riding too. a bike mm-hmm. in the sky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
and then they crash because Jenny gets distracted by Pip, I believe. Yeah. And they come upon these witches. And, you know, what's Halloween without witches? Right. They cast spells. No. Yeah, there's this whole thing. <laughs> they do like... this? No. What do they do? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. We do nothing. <laughs> I No, because I loved this inclusion. Yeah, because that's, that's fucking true. And not enough, like, th- media, especially this kind, talks about it. Mm-hmm. And don't they go on to say, they say something along the lines of just because if someone's like smarter than most yeah. or does more than most, they're they're called a witch. Yeah. And that's true. Um, if someone was different come. from the majority back in the day, um, I mean, there's even theories that people were just gay mm-hmm. and like. They, therefore, they were called a witch and... Or like an unsociable old lady who didn't want much to do with her neighbors. Mm-hmm. They were a witch now. Or if somebody had better cows than you and you were like, oh, I want those cows, I'm going to get them put in jail. And then it cuts... Like, doesn't it cut to like um, these people dancing around a fire mm-hmm. or something? Yep. And then we see like off in the corner, the camera pans and there's people with... Torches yeah. coming their way, and we're like, ah, shit. They start burning everything. Yeah. And they flat out call it a cult. Yeah, 100%. Of course, uh, we know the other C word for them. (laughs) Rhymes with a member of the Adams family. Starts with a C. Kirch? You are very close. I was thinking cunt. (laughs) Yeah, I I was too. I was like, no, wait, what member of the Adams family rhymes with cunt? Kinsday? Lurch. <laughs> Rhymes with Kirch? Church. Oh. See, I was thinking something derogatory. I guess that's kind of derogatory. Churches. <laughs> what, I, no, what's the yeah. difference between a church and a cult? I, really? I think I was with <laughs> really? you. No, I think I think we <laughs> me and I both thought cunt first off. No, I like, he ah. said cult. He's another C word for them. I was like, cunt. cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. But yeah, uh, basically they tell you just because people were different back in the day, those in power would persecute them and Mm -hmm. destroy everything they loved and destroy them because they were different. Yeah. So that is the legacy of the witch, ladies and gentlemen. They were just smarter people or people who didn't want to... Or people who wanted to help or people who... Just didn't want to socialize. Or like, it was just... So many, it's like, it's like the whole asylum thing, how like so many things that are minute could get you put into an asylum. Like having an emotional breakdown. Or having a period. Literally. Or, or both I think a big time. thing with men was masturbation. That got you in there a lot. Uh, okay. Right? <laughs> a woman wanting pockets could get you in an asylum. I wish I was joking. No, yeah, 100%. A woman wanting a job? Asylum. A woman not wanting to have sex? Well, you're going to the asylum, and guess what? You have an extra helping of sexual assault. It's wild, yeah. Yeah. No, that can get dark really quick, that whole conversation. But, no, so it's a similar concept with, like, the whole witch hunt thing. God, humans fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I go into that deep, dark rabbit hole too often, (sighs) honestly. No, it's it's wild, but back to the Back Back to to this wonderful children's movie that definitely doesn't make us think too much. They're flying away from uh, (laughs) this mob that has started, and next we are going to... What? They're flying away from the mob, and they run into Pip, who is on his broom. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot about that one. Go ahead. Who doesn't need a broom, by the (laughs) way? We find out in like two minutes he doesn't need a broom. Uh, I can't remember what happens to the broom, but he gets knocked off of it. Yeah. 
And so it probably falls. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny dives to catch the snitch. Jenny. And she grabs him by his hand. And she's like, well, that's nice, Jenny. You're saving me this time. And she's like, she has her heart to heart with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't want Tom to see you cry, do you? What is her heart to heart? Like what? It was it was like, who's going to be there to talk me off the top of an apple, apple tree? Apple tree, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Because she's afraid of heights. Yeah. Okay, I see. Uh-huh. She's also a bit of a risk taker mm-hmm. from what I can see, and she's very defiant. I we stand Jenny. Jenny. Jenny's dope. Yeah. yeah. Jenny is awesome. The fact that she's not on the cover of like the the DVD is awful. Because Halloween Neither is, a is Wally. Holiday. Neither is Wally. You know what? Fuck Tom. We stand Jenny. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Especially what we find out later. No, Fuck we like Tom. we like we, we like, like all of these kids. We like they're Tom. Good kids. Yeah, they're yeah. good. They're just kids. That's the thing. Like kids yeah. do dumb things. Kids have big feelings. Kids have thoughts. Like that's Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> but no, let's How uh, dare they? No. Nobody ne- should think. Yeah, next up we have Wally, because uh, as, as you probably caught on, each of these kids are having like their own section of history talking about their costumes and what they're wearing. Like, Ginny was a witch, you know, um, Ralph was a mummy. Now we're going to Wally, who's dressed up as a generic monster. And we are in Paris? Yeah, Paris, France. I never... and Yeah, it's like... It's like a, a currently being built Notre Dame, right? Yes. I think so, right, yeah. yeah. They had just begun construction. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning of this escapes me. So I need somebody else to do this. They get down onto the churchyard, and they're like, oh, what the fuck is this place? And Mountain like, monster, I have a riddle for you. Yeah, and all he this says this riddle. I can't remember the riddle because it, I'm dumb. It was something about being bigger than something. Mm-hmm. And because Brandon and I were both like, the moon. Yeah, it was like, what is bigger than the demons, and what is bigger than like the, the monsters and all this other stuff? Mm-hmm. And they're like, a church. Because they were literally a cathedral. right, a cathedral, yeah, yeah. Because they're right in front of one. And I was trying to give you all hints as to where we were. I figured him no, going. No, I figured it out. I, but I figured Mount Shroud going sanctuary. All it just no, reminds, that's what got me sanctuary. Yeah. I was like, that reminds me of Hunchback and Notre Dame. Yep. And you were like, yep, ding, 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 ding. Yes, for me just that like reminded me of um, the whole. Um, Page Master, the book named Horror, mm-hmm. he would say that. And I know he's like kind of supposed to be a Hunchback Notre Dame character yeah. too. Um, <laughs> but I haven't seen actual Hunchback Notre Dame in so long, I did not pick up on that first. Oh, it's one of my, oh, it's one of my favorites. I kind of really? don't want to watch it again until the live action one comes out. There's a live action it's, one coming out? They're developing a live action one. I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for I, Quasimodo. Yeah. I kind of want them to go more original than Disney. Like the folk to oh god that's yeah. too, that's too I know it's too dark but I I kind of really want that then again if we, they did that we wouldn't get Hellfire right we need Hellfire we that's do good, so, yeah. I need Peter Capaldi to play uh, Count Frollo oh yeah I I can I can well. get behind that that work too well yeah <laughs> only because Christopher Lloyd is a bit too old no offense Mr Lloyd I love you to death by you deserve to rest. Oh, yeah. He is, you, yeah. Break. you need very low impact roles. No, Hellfire is my favorite Disney villain song. Mm-hmm. Like, absolute favorite. Anyway, we are way off track yeah, once again. We are, we're not too off track, but we are at the Notre Dame in Paris. <laughs> I did not know that was in Paris. Um, yeah, I think. Hold on. No, they said in Paris. In the, in the movie, yeah. anyway. So, um, That's like the no, second biggest Paris. thing in Paris. Yeah. I remember because it caught fire not too long ago. Yeah. And everybody made those hellfire jokes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they are. Mount Charles basically go get pit for me. And, and they're uh, like, why won't you come in? 
I'm not welcome in some places. And, uh, I'm not welcome in every place. Yeah. 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 But so I'm they're like bros a vampire. <laughs> yeah. But they go up uh, these stairs, these stone stairs that are unfinished, and they get to the end, and Mount Sean's basically like, finish it. Finish the cathedral. With your feet. With your feet. Carve it with your tootsies. With your tiny little toes. With them dogs. Carve it with them dogs. (laughs) Have them dogs sniff it out. Oh, God. Create it with those barkers. (laughs) And uh, Wally is in the front of the line. Oh, my God. He goes to take a step off and nothing happens. And so he's like, "Mm," and then Jenny's like, sorry, Wally, and fucking pushes him forward. And as he's pushed forward, one of the pavement stones from the ground they were previously standing on takes the place of where Wally was about to step. Yeah, shoots up and completes itself. They're like, Mm -hmm. okay. So they just start running off into the air. Into different directions. I'm not strong (laughs) enough. I'm just not. They're doing it into different directions mm-hmm. and everything, completing this mm-hmm. cathedral. And it's actually really cool, I think. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a level from a video game. But here's my question. Yeah. How do these kids know exactly where to step? Yep. Because if they're building Notre Dame, there is a specific shape that the cathedral must take. If they were to not have stepped where it was in the blueprint... Would they have just fallen to their death? So you mean to tell me you don't know the exact blueprint layout of the cathedral in Notre Dame? Wow, fake fan. Wow. Fake fan. First off, (laughs) it has changed dramatically. Okay. 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 If you say so. Are you telling me you know the original blueprint in Notre Dame? I'm not saying I don't. Yeah, well, like it's hard. Okay. Like giving up Coke after Lent. Okay, so the way I think about it is kind of like um, they're back in history creating this cathedral. They wouldn't have stepped on the wrong place because where they would step would have been, end up what the cathedral ended up being. It's kind of like... Um, they created the cathedral. It's like, a, it's like a time turner situation, you know? No, I it don't. It makes no sense, but like... No, it doesn't. They but, changed time. They are... The time they are the past. I'm just, I'm just imagining, like, if they were a bit older, one of the, one of the boys definitely would have drawn a dick. Can you imagine, like, the construction workers coming the next day and the cathedral just being completely what the fuck finished? Is this? <laughs> this isn't, this isn't part of the plan. And that this dude who, who put this dick here, <laughs> the first dude who got there before everybody else even showed up, was like. Okay, I'm going to claim credit. Nobody's I'm going to get a big this. fucking bonus. Nobody's ever going to fucking believe this. So he just no. covers himself in mortar and everything. He's like, yeah, I've been up all night. Uh, just got finished with the glass. But the blueprint's all wrong, so he actually gets fired. <laughs> There's a dick in the ceiling. <laughs> Who put this dick here? One of the gargoyles is showing its butt. Speaking of gargoyles, when they get it finished... Um, You're welcome. Yeah, speaking of gargoyles, when they get it finished, they are kind of explained the origin of monsters or whatever. Like, they're here, and they're like, something's not right. Where are the gargoyles? And that's we're like, oh, the monsters. And then we get this cool shot of these shadows of monsters from, like, all over, just, like, converging on the cathedral. And then it just, like, all there's all these blank spaces that just get filled in by different, like, monstrous, mon- monstrous gargoyles. Mm-hmm. And I really loved that. I thought that was really cool. 
Um, and they're like, where the fuck did Pip go? <laughs> and, and he's like, down here. And he is now a fucking gargoyle. Like, he's made of stone. And they're like, oh, he's only able to talk when, like, the wind goes through his teeth or the, or the water. Yeah, that was another one. Or the water passes through his mouth. Uh, side note, at some point, there was, like, a flash of something. Did you notice that all the kids turned that color for, like, a split second? Like, it was, like, so quick. And it might have been my eyes. But, like, they all turned that, like, concrete gray color, um, like, it was either lightning hmm. or or the count did something. I did or not say I did not. I don't remember that. The count? The count. I don't. Like, mound shroud. I hate that name. I do too. Mound. I hate Carapace? the word mound. Mound For many reasons. He sounds like a mushroom. Carapace. Clavicle. Mound, mound shroud. shroud. See, they carapace? really was like, what's the three worst words? Cara- <laughs> carapace. I'm carapiced because you took my pumpkin. Was that funny? Yes. Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really funny. No, I just, uh, I just really, that name just. It, yeah, it's wild. The Count is how I will refer to him. So, anyway, um, okay. was there lightning or something or a storm? There could have been. I didn't rec- I didn't notice well, it. Well, it did but... start raining. Mm-hmm. So, I think it might have been like a flash of lightning yeah. or something. It was like a really quick, the kids turned like gray yeah. kind of thing. Anyways, uh, Pip is holding his pumpkin against his chest as a gargoyle. Yeah. And Wally's like, yo, Ralph, Tom, give me a leg up. Mm-hmm. And he gets lifted up. Well, at first, Tom almost slips. At first, they're all trying separately. And then Ra- Wally's like, you know, no, this is my story. You guys lift me up. I'll do this. Like, mm-hmm. really just the character development on Wally in this scene That's is great. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He gets like, yeah, he gets real in- into it and like real... Really he gets confident. He gets confident, and I love that. Yeah. Um. Then while he's up there, he has a little heart to heart, and I can't remember their heart to heart. Uh, it was about how Wally had hidden some fireworks in his room. That's r- okay. Yeah. And, and they, the house wound up catching fire, and Pip took the blame for it. Yes. Pip's a G. Pip and seems like a real good. Pip's friend. A- no wonder he's the fucking leader. Mm-hmm. We were all like, he looks like a he looks like a nerd. How is he the leader? And then all these like everyone's like, look, you did this great thing for me. It's like, oh, that's how. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just a good the person. best person, yeah. Yeah. He's just Unlike the best. fucking Tom. Anyway, continue. Uh, fucking Tom. Wally's like, I'm not going to let you go, Pip. And you can feel that Pip is getting weaker. Yeah, he's like, I'm. F- he says, I think I'm dying. Yeah. Like, straight up. Uh, Wally slips a little and winds up separating the pumpkin from Pip. Mm-hmm. The pumpkin is flying towards the... Uh, the ground. The ground. It's plummeting. And Pip is like, oh, fuck, my pumpkin. And shoots after it. He love him, pumpkin. He love him, pumpkin. <laughs> Goes flying after it, grabs it, shoots off into the night sky, and then Again. we go to our final destination. Real quick. It took me, like, the first half of the movie, I, there was a point where I was like, wait a minute. His name is Pimp- Pipkin? Pumpkin? Like, yeah. I, I knew, I figured it out, real, like, immediately when it was, like, Tom Skelton. But Pipkin took me a minute to be pumpkin. So are we thinking that the pumpkins are a metaphor for his life force then? Yeah, I think that's I don't think that's a metaphor. I think it's like oh. illicitly implied. It is, it is something his life I forgot to mention back in Egypt. Yes. While Ralph was talking to Pip, there was a moment where he got life back. Yes, he, I remember that. He stopped being all ghostly and stuff and had, you know, pink fleshy colored skin instead of Pink blue cheeks. translucent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yay. Yay. Uh anyways. but then he went back to blue like the next Immediately frame. in the next yeah. frame, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was more than a frame. 
It, well, definitely in the next area that we go yeah. to, he's blue when, again. Yeah, when they, they pan to somebody else and then come back, he's blue again. Like, immediately, mm-hmm. so. But he definitely did gain life back at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um... So where's we go, our final destination, Brandon? Our final destination you were really excited about when we were like, okay, where's Skeleton's going to be? And I'm over there trying not to fall asleep, and he's giving me all these hints, and I don't catch on. Which, like, if any <laughs> of us were going to get it, it was going to be you. And you want, Do you want to explain why? Well, yeah. Um, when I was a preschool teacher, I taught Spanish to my children, and part of Spanish class was celebrating Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, a holiday in Mexico basically to celebrate uh, loved ones that have passed on and to encourage you not to feel fear um, when it comes to death mm-hmm. and find comfort in it. Yes. Um, so it is, it's a beautiful holiday. It's a beautiful yeah. celebration. I, however, I got very cozy on that couch underneath my blankie and I was like, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know where they're going to go. Skeleton. And, and Brandon was like, a graveyard. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And Michael was wrong. like, Michael was like, think harder. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just there like, I don't know, man. And then y'all I'm heard tired. the guitars. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, shit. And I was really embarrassed. I didn't get it. I think we both but, got really excited when we figured it out, too. Like, when we saw it. And like, yeah. Oh! I was kind of embarrassed, though, because I really should have gotten it. Yeah. But... Um, was EP, and I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> Shouldn't have to. Yeah. So. <laughs> As you cuddle your Squishmallow Pikachu. Yes. Yes. Can With your, uh, your dinky cover from My Hero. My Dude. dinky? Dinky. My dinky. dinky. Your dinky little dinky. Dinky Kaminari, yeah. yeah. Your dank dinky. The show I haven't watched in actual years. I want to rewatch it. I want to like rewatch it and like go further, <laughs> go further beyond. I just don't want to get in too deep like I was. Fair, so. yeah, fair. So we're in Mexico now. Yes. <laughs> um, no, and... we're in the game room, the podcast recording room. What do you? Last mean? time I checked, um, <laughs> which is in Mexico. Oh they don't shit! Really, they don't really interact with a lot of people in this one, do they? They just kind of like. Where do they find themselves in? Is it a pile of leaves again, or what? Oh, no, they get dropped off in a uh, hay bale. It's hay, okay. It's hay in a wagon. Yeah. You can see the leap I made, though, right? Yeah. Okay. But no, yeah, and then here comes, like, a dude in, um, like... A poncho? A a poncho, yeah. With a sombrero. Yes. Carrying a tree branch. Carrying a tree branch with little sugar skulls at the end, and, like, you can tell by his voice, it's obviously mound shroud, but, like... um, they don't know that apparently, and they're yep. like, "Tell me your name, I'll give you a sugar skull." And kids be dumb. Yeah, kids be dumb. And then they get each get a sugar skull with their name on it, and they start eating them. And they're like, "Yummy, yummy." And Which this um, was contentious among us. Yeah, like because I looked it up, I looked up uh, sugar skull, and the and something online was like, "Don't eat them; they're made of sequins and shit." Like a lot yeah, of them made of like beads and paste and well, sugar. Me being the Spanish preschool teacher. I yeah. informed, I actually got the spelling wrong, but calaveras are the sugar skull candies that you can eat. They are two different things. Yes. Originally, she told us to look up Culver's. No. Culveras. Culveras. And it Calaveras. kept directing kept to Culver's. Culver's. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Nobody's perfect. So. I want it some was... fucking uh, tart cream. What? Like, you want a tart? A tart The cream? tart ice cream they have at Culver's. Oh, you mean... I, I immediately thought about I'm the. Blanking. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking about the tart stuff from Menchie's. That tart froyo. Ooh, I would love that. That sounds too. really good too. Yeah. Um, I want a frozen treat. Me too. You guys want to go Dairy Queen again? Life for this. Yeah. 
<laughs> but anyway, we're um, they get their sugar skulls and they find Pip in a catacomb, and it has like a lot of the dead in it. And at the end of the catacomb, he's holding this pumpkin, and he is like covered in cobwebs, and he's like he's looking rough. Mm-hmm. And this is Tom's area, and so they kind of they kind of do a little thing about how like what is like why was this festival created like Dia de los Muertos, 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 Muertos. Sorry, um, but uh, I can't remember if they said or if it was Dahlia that was saying it, but it's just no, it was Tom because like you look death in the eye, and it becomes a little bit more bearable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that yeah. Yeah, because then I was like, well, that's kind of the point of the holiday. Yeah, that's, that's like why a I got thing. Yeah, sorry about that. No, you're fine. Um, no, um, sorry wasn't about. he an actual skeleton at some point? Like he had like ribs showing and stuff. They, they found did a I newspaper, and there was a picture of him oh. as a skeleton with a pumpkin in his head. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I was like, damn, these work fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. And so Tom is encouraged being encouraged by his friends he just runs through all of the little zombie people that are there not little but the zombie people that are there and he gets to um he gets to to pip and all the zombies collapse into bones and he says hey i want i need to apologize to you and this is where we learn that apparently at at like multiple points Tom in his life wished something would happen to Pip so that he could be the leader. And he's like, I'm really sorry for that. That's not cool. And like, that's not true either. That really surprised me. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's, that's big. That's but deep. Yeah. Then you got to think like when you were a kid, how much stupid stuff did you do? And it oh, like, oh, tons. Like you wanted to be that person that everybody wanted to be friends with and wanted to look up to. And that's not something that's, uncommon amongst children they'll do stupid stuff to get what they want and my thing is like tom didn't actively do anything yeah. to hurt pip he didn't he had get a, a knife and <laughs> no he had a thought that he had a stupid thought and that happens as adults you know like yeah. i'm so, not gonna fault tom for that and so of course tom's gonna blame himself so that's why i was like fuck tom fuck tom earlier no was because i was like bro <laughs> but no like in actuality i do i do get it especially as no, a child yeah. Thinking that kind of stuff. But he reaches out to save Pip, and Pip just crumbles into ash. And Mount Shroud infor- informs him it is too late. Like, they, he got the pumpkin back, and it is, it's time for him to, like, take what he's been owed the whole time. And that is Pip's life. Like, mm-hmm. and so we kind of realize that, like, that pumpkin re- has been representing his life the whole time. He's been trying to save it. And this is when... Um, first it's just Tom. He steps up and he's like, I will give you the last year of my life to bring Tom back. Mm-hmm. And Mount Shroud's like, oh, that's interesting. That's pretty big. Are you sure, kid? Yeah. And then the other three are also like, we'll do it too. We just want our friend back. Yeah, I think the second one was Jenny. Jenny and then um, Ralph and Wally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. And so Mount Shroud agrees and um sorry i feel like i have a burp coming on it's just good business what four for one that's good business that is good business yeah mm-hmm. that's what i that's like i think that's something like i said when it happened i was like well that's four years for yeah mm. or maybe they said something like that too yeah, i guess yeah. yeah 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 but um i was wondering does that mean that he gets four years to live is it like that or is it just oh he gets another chance at life 
I think it's just, well, we find out it's just no chance, yeah. Well, if that's the case, then the other three years were kind of, like, I get the sentiment. Yeah, it it wasn't needed. I get it. It was just to sweeten the deal for Mount Shroud. Yeah. Which is fair. He would have been fine with that one. He seemed tempted with the one. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you really wanted to seal it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the other ones were like, we're not letting the steel go. Right. Makes sense. Might as well throw it in before he can make a counter offer, you know? And it would be kind of unfair for just Tom to offer a life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so uh, they get like magicked back to their town and they're like, we need to go check on Pip. And they get back to their house and they see his pumpkin on his front porch and like, that must mean he's still alive. And the house is dark, but then there's a light come on in, I guess, an upstairs bedroom, which we find out is Pip's. He opens the window and he yawns. He's like, hey, guys, uh, they had to take my appendix out. They said I they said I almost didn't make it or they didn't think I was going to make it. Who would have thought or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah. But he's like, he thanks them. And they're like, we didn't do anything. Well, I've been having, well, I was having some dreams. About Egypt and Paris. And, sorry, if, yeah. about Egypt <laughs> and Paris. Sorry, I was, I leaned back in my chair. Stonehenge <laughs> and Mexico. Yeah. Moanhenge and Stexico. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honey. And then they all go home. Literally, yeah. that's the end of the movie. No, yeah. And there's a, uh, the background's all watercolors again, or paint, and um, we see Jenny, and it looks like she just goes, whoop! Like, yeah. there's no friction on that bike whatsoever. I thought she was actually flying, because I had to ask them if that's what it looked like to them. Like, am I tripping? I'm not, if, is this bitch really flying? I think I blinked and missed it, because I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, it's what She was just, whoop! Um, also, the DVD... Mm-hmm. Had one menu option, play movie. It was just play movie. Yeah. So where the fuck were like, my subtitles? I can't hear a damn thing without my subtitles. Um, my but... subtitles. Where are my special features? Where's my director commentary? All right, what the heck? Well, um, we could have rented it on Amazon Prime for three dollars and got subtitles, but no, we already. I mean, no. it's already on DVD. Yeah, Amazon yeah. subtitles suck anyway. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. They pay somebody like minimum, minimum dollars of to course, do yeah. them. So they don't really, I don't even think they double check them, honestly. They Probably don't. They don't. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking off time. They're, they're spelled incorrectly. Some words are like completely together. Like it's one fucking word when it's an entire sentence. I, I hate it. I hate it. That's wild. Like I want to go through every fucking thing on Amazon and be like, no, this is incorrect and fix it. They get paid per like line. That they write. Mm-hmm. At least when I worked for something like that, very, by the way, I didn't actually work for it. It's like a online gig that I signed yeah. up for, got approved for, did like five minutes, got bored and stopped. I've had a couple friends who've done something like that. I know my friend Katie did one for Netflix or whatever. Yeah. For a bit. But uh, that's the Halloween tree, guys. Oh, hold on. We hmm? forgot. What do you forget? After the kids go home, we go back to Mound Shroud's. Oh, Manor. that's right. Okay, yeah. And he walks out onto the balcony and blows out his own candle. At which point he evaporates he into fucking dust. evaporates. And Poof. then the wind picks up and carries all the thousands of pumpkins into an unknown land. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Um, the Halloween Grim Reaper himself, I guess, is what he was. Right. Um overall, uh what was your guys' overall opinion? How like did you guys like this? I loved this movie. I thought this was... I shouldn't have to voice mine. <laughs> he watches it every year. Yeah, you watch it every year, so you must like the movie. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's not self-flagellation. Yeah. It was, despite, like, you know, it being about a child's death, Um, it was pretty wholesome. 
it was it was a good cozy movie and i would cuddle up and watch it again because that was nice this Mm -hmm. is now an essential movie i need to watch around autumn and october every year october october i'm (laughs) i'm on michael's side this this um it was such a good movie it made me feel good it hit all the right buttons for me Mm -hmm. like uh, we can just go into the good and the bad now, because um, I want to talk about it. The good, everything. Excuse me. I want to go. Uh, particularly, I think the runtime was nice. Uh, 69? 69 minutes, nice. yeah. <laughs> um, no, for the good. Um, aesthetics on fucking point. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, even going back in a time in, like, different areas, the aesthetic of this movie was always so co- fall cozy. Mm-hmm. was so, like... Bringing me back to a Halloween October night from my past that, like, it was just, it was great. It was wonderful. The aesthetic, or the the image of the Halloween tree in the movie was just gorgeous. I want that on a fucking canvas in my house. You probably can. You probably, probably. can, yeah. Yes. I really like the animation style, and hopefully you understand what I mean when I say this. It reminds me of Studio Ghibli in a way that it feels just nice. Yes, I get on that. On my brain. It doesn't remind me of Studio Ghibli. It made my brain but it feel reminds cozy. Me. It, it gives me the it same the feeling. feeling that Studio Ghibli gives me when I watch Ghibli-esque. one of those yes. films. Yeah, Ghibli-esque. It was just... It was nice. I, it wasn't jarring. Things were soft, and it just felt kind of nostalgic as well that animation style oh yeah because it wasn't like that 3d jarring like no cat noir ladybug animation or um even the newer 2d or mm-hmm. am i making any sense no right you now? are i i 100 percent so what getting... you're saying is that oh this was actually drawn on fucking paper it reminds me of like black cauldron animation yeah it, it was it's hand animated. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's just, but it's nice. It's you good. know, it's nice to go back and watch something like that because you don't get that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Another way to describe for me is it made, it made me feel cozy against my will. <laughs> um, and what I mean by that is like, I was sitting down ready to be like, okay, focus. This is for the podcast. And then I just, at some point, chilled back. I was like, no, I love this. This is nice. Yeah, I was very eepy. I'm vibing with this. Like, I'm so happy you all enjoyed this. So good. So good. Like, oh man. Um, I love, no, more specific part. I, d- I also really liked how there was, it didn't feel high stakes. It felt like something that could just be on and you could nap too easily. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Those are, it's good to have those movies, definitely. Hence why I was half being asleep. sleepy, yeah. 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 So eepy. So eepy. Um No, I just there were specific things um that I wanted to talk about and then just like Oh, one thing we pointed out is like all the music sounded like Harry Potter music, like it would fit right into a Harry Potter movie or something. Mm-hmm. That like was one funny. Of the songs straight up sounded like Hedwig's Hedwig's like theme. Or yeah, whatever. it was about to like it was about to go into it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's just interesting. That's funny. But, um, like, oh, man. I'm pretty sure this one came before Harry Potter, though, didn't it? 100% it? came before Harry Potter, yeah. Oh, yeah. By at least 10 years. Yeah, so maybe Harry Potter was copying you know, Harry the Potter's Halloween tree. I don't, I would, <laughs> I don't like to believe that John Williams would have copied. Like, John Williams is a legend. I was making a little jokey joke. I know you were. Oh, okay. It was eight years before Harry Potter. Wow. Maybe um, he was inspired by the Halloween tree. Could then. be. It just felt so magical that mm-hmm. it was like, I could take some of this. inspiration from. 
Um, but uh, speaking of the music again, it was great. The animation was great. Uh, Brandon, I know in particular when we found Mound Shroud's uh, manor. Yeah. You loved the sky because it was all wavy. Yes, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, the detail of the pumpkins was. And as I amazing. as I said, I loved the faces. Yeah. 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 It was a face in like the moon, the face in the pumpkin, faces, the faces in the clouds. Yeah, exactly. It just really felt. It was cool. It was. Real cool. I didn't notice the face in the moon until later on. I was like, that is really neat. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, the acting was really good for everybody. All the voice acting was really well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially the scream. Mount Shroud. Especially Leonard Nimoy's Mount Shroud. Because, like I said, if I didn't go into this knowing that was Leonard Nimoy, would have never known. It's fucking Spock. There was one scene. I don't know if it was Jenny or one of the boys, but they were falling down and they screamed. And one uh, of you it was, was like, Pip. "Oh, okay." Yeah. Well, Pip screamed, and I think it was you. You said, no, it was "Brandon." See, it was me, I'm all yeah. mixed up in my head right now. <laughs> it's fine. I get. It. Okay, fuck. <laughs> um, but he was like, "Oh, that's on point. That scream was on mm-hmm. point." Like it just, it really felt genuine. Like, so. There's too many good things to actually point them out all individually, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But take all the usual things that you would think would somebody would think this is good or bad. Just say they're good. I cannot think of anything I can criticize about this movie in a negative way. I, I genuinely adore this film. Yeah, it's... It's the best. Like it's it's my new favorite <laughs> Halloween movie. Really? One hundred percent. No, absolutely. It's a like, great Halloween movie, and it gets away with being educational. <laughs> yeah, and that was yeah. That is another thing. Is I can't explain how much I appreciate the real like depictions of how the witch hunt actually was, like yeah. the witches' society, like all that actually was. I loved that. I love how blunt it was about it too. Like, no, they didn't. They couldn't do anything. They were just persecuted. I need the count to come back and teach us about Thanksgiving. Fucking for real. I need something like that for Thanksgiving for the children. Oh god, because... the Thanksgiving tree. <laughs> Good lord. The Thanksgiving tree. It's just a bunch of turkeys hanging from the tree. Oh, like, turkeys oh. hanging from the tree. Oh, do I want to go see that Thanksgiving horror movie? I don't know, man. I forget what it's called. Is it Thanksgiving. Is it just literally? No, yeah. I've never heard of that. Then I have no idea what you're talking about. It looks so stupid. Good lord. I want to see it so bad. But no, uh, this is one of the few movies where I wish there were more. Yeah. Give me more Mound Shroud teaching us about the origins of different Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. That is so fun. Yeah. No, I really appreciate that. Like, I'm a full adult, but I'm still learning stuff like every day, mm-hmm. and I. I wouldn't mind learning new things in movies. Oh, I would, you know, adore it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I feel like obviously it can't be in every movie, but mm-hmm. in a lot of movies it could. Like, even sprinkling in some stuff in the Exorcist movies about <laughs> exorcisms. You know what I mean? <laughs> like how they actually were. This is how you do an exorcism. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't. I honestly great. fucking. Um, animation, great. Fucking voice acting, great. Um, like, there wasn't a part of this movie I didn't absolutely adore. There really wasn't. Uh, I can't think of bad things to say about this movie. The menu um, screen having uh, no, no subtitles. That's not the movie's fault. <laughs> um, 
We didn't watch it on VHS, so it didn't have that kind of distortion every now that and cool then. That cool crickling yeah. Some, every yeah. once in a while. How dare it. How dare it. Right. Fucking dare DVDs, it. man. Fucking oh. DVDs. <laughs> no, so um, <laughs> I can't think of a bad thing to say about this one, like, at all, actually. Just can't. Uh, not enough monsters. Ended too soon. Mm. No, 69, good runtime. You said it yourself. Yeah. Or nice runtime, sorry. I need to nice find something to complain about. <laughs> I wanted more. My complaint is that there's not more. A sequel that's just as good and a not A sequel, ass. a TV series. I don't give a shit. Fucking, that would be cool TV series. That would make like, sense. Yeah. Give me a four episode TV series every year. Oh. Just throughout the month of October. One episode a week focusing on a different monster. I would love that and the origins of that monster. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a different kid experience and Mount Shroud takes them on a Halloween journey or whatever. Yes. That'd yeah. be dope. That'd be dope. Like, a trick or treat comes right up. Now. Like, I need this to happen. Every episode takes place on Halloween night, but for that year, it's just one kid comes up, and that's the episode, dressed as something else. Call him. Hey, you remember that movie you released thirty years ago? We need more. <laughs> Man, um, well, that's it for the good and the bad section. Now I have something that we can actually do. I've been, I've been, I've been looking this up. Uh, not trivia yet. I'll look that up next. Um, Maybe we, maybe I can get you all to vamp for a second while I look that up in a minute. But okay. I was able to find uh, a thing that has differences from the book to the movie because this did start Ooh. out as a book. Yes. We used to do this a lot when we on our first season of the show when we covered Goosebumps and haven't really had an opportunity to do that since then because no, none of our other shows have been based off of uh, books. But uh, I'm excited to do this. This comes from... Let me get the whole website. This comes from... Coffee Cocktails and Books at WordPress.com. This article is by Becky. Thank you, Becky. It was released November 2nd, 2018. And it says, book movie comparison. I'm just going to read this out. Uh, As adaptations go, this one was incredibly loyal, with the exception of some minor changes. Um... And so we get into it. In fact, like some of the dialogue narration was like exact. Whoop! I'm sorry. Did that make weird noises in the recording? I hope not. I accidentally got my finger snagged on the um, uh, mic cord. So goes back to the recording. There's absolutely nothing, and and the viewer is just confused now. The listener. Well, yeah. Well, some, <laughs> well you never know because sometimes, like, um, at least back in the day, is this hasn't happened in a while? But like, if you would move it slightly. Or something, there would be like a little electrical noises or whatever. But that hasn't happened in a while, thankfully. And it didn't look like anything happened. So hopefully we're good. Yeah, it didn't look like anything's happening now. So, the fuck is that poster from? Which one? The cathedral. The one right over my deck box? Yeah. That's from Stray. It's not a cathedral. It's like an alleyway. Yeah, it's like an alleyway. It looks fancy, like, yeah. It looks like a hell cathedral. It kind of does, doesn't it? I think all the narration was probably straight from the book, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what that's what it's saying. I'm it's sorry. like <laughs> down to that's some fine. of the narration dialogue being ripped straight from the book, which I love absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's how you do a that's how you do a book adaptation, in my opinion. All right, but let's get into it. The first notable change was that in the book there were eight friends trick or treating, waiting for Pip, and they were all boys. Oh wow. As we know in the movie, this was lowered to four friends, and one one of them being Jenny. Next big change is that the friends learn of Pip's appendicitis pretty early on in the movie, while in the book, this uh, one of the last this is one of the last things the characters learned about. 
After the events of the book, further, I'm pretty sure in the book the kids knew the, quote, haunted house that went into, they went into belonged to Mr. Mountain Trout, while in the movie they didn't know who the owner was and they needed to be introduced to the character. So in the hmm. book, like, it's known it belongs to a Mr. Mountain Trout. Um, with the exception of removing the costumes and history that corresponds, or corresponded, the friends that weren't included in the movie... Um, the interpretation of the characters and a little padding to get the short novella up to an hour runtime. The rest of the movie was damn near identical to the book. Nice. So that's neat. I like that. Cool. No, yeah, those are the differences. What were the other characters' costumes, though? I don't know. Like, that's my question. Yeah, I'd like to know that as well, if you can figure that out. (laughs) Let's see, Halloween tree... Like, was there a vampire one? Book costume. Because I would like to oh, fuck. learn about the origin of that. I mean, I know I feel like it, an idiot, what? I think. We but... forgot to go watch the eclipse. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'll be here again next year. I honestly don't care hard enough. I'm not, not going to lie. We were well, invested in something, and that is here's okay. Here's a picture my friend got. What? That's... It was Wild. a ring of fire eclipse. That's really cool. Yeah, it looks like a... Would we even even be able to see it in our area? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know there are some eclipses that like we can't see from our area. Area? Yeah. But no, I hope one of the costumes was a vampire. Uh, Maybe like... I cannot hope... I can't help but hope that, like, it was an Asian kid dressed up as a vampire. I know the name. Just so we could have seen the Jiangxi. So the, oh, that would have been cool. Oh, the jo- Okay. For, I yeah. had to wait. The, the hopping vampire? Korean? I think it's Japanese. I mean, either way. I'm not sure. Chinese. Either way, it's Hold Asian, but... Hold on. Oh, wait, no, Chinese. no, no. You're right. It's Chinese. It's Chinese. I'm a liar. It's Chinese Hold because... On. I'm sorry. Here. I'm here. He's pointing at the mic telling me to come closer. Can you hear me now? Good. Yeah. The main problem was because it's like off to the side. I was worried with you going back like that. It would just. I got go. excited and got away from it. I understand. It so the Jiangxi, yes, it is Chinese. I remember now. Um, geez, oh, Pete's. Yeah. It's um Chinese hopping vampire. Yeah, and the, like the re- the red cheeks, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, a little bit off topic here, but um, a game called Overwatch. I used to be really into that. I've been getting back into recently. Um, one of the skins for May, who is a character in Overwatch, she has a Jiangxi um, costume for Halloween. May? Really? Mm-hmm, because she's Chinese. Hmm. So I'm guessing that's why they gave her that one. Probably. So from what I can tell, um, I can't figure out what the other boys were dressed as, but it looks like there is not, like, extra places they explored. It was still Damn. the same four areas. Interesting. Okay. okay. Well, at least we didn't miss out on that. However, yeah. Uh, we do know the other kids' names, and we do know Wally and Ralph's last names now. Hmm. Wally Bab. Bab. Oh, we knew that one. Did we? Yeah, because uh, Jenny says, Wally Bab, don't you tell me how high we are. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Do you know Ralph's last name then? Machio. Bangstrom. <laughs> Ralph Bangstrom. Bangstrom. B-E-N-G-strom. Bangstrom. And then the other Bangstrom. four that the other four boys in the book were... Henry Hank Smith, uh, Hackles Nibley. I'm fucked. This what? sounds British. His name is Hackles. Hackles. This sounds very Nibley. British. Could Hackles. be. Is Ray Bradbury British? I'll find out. He sounded English. Yeah. Uh, I mean American. He sounded American English. America. 
And uh, Fred Fryer was the other one. That sounds familiar. Fred Fryer. Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's what happened to Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> that was really loud. I'm sorry. That was so loud. I'm so sorry. Rip headphone users. Uh, <laughs> repent. <laughs> Repent headphone users. No, I said a rip. Oh, repent headphone users. You said repent. Repent. (laughs) Fuck you. Repent. We just came came full circle with our conversation earlier about Freddy Krueger. That was amazing. <laughs> okay, we got a vamp while he does research. No, 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 no. So I'm talking perfect. about that was okay. perfect. Oh. oh, also, Ray Bradbury is American. Yes, I know. American. Why is he making up British names then? Hackles. 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 I don't think it's just is a name. Sounds like a British clown. <laughs> Hackles the clown at your service. Jingling, motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, you little fox. I'm Hackles the clown. Hackles. <laughs> Wait, isn't that that motherfucker from Supernatural, Jensen Hackles? No, Ackles. It's a, it's a, it's a joke. <laughs> I was thinking it too. All right, I do have a couple trivia facts. Oh, you already have the trivia. Yeah, I got trivia. a few things. I found a couple things. Uh, even, hmm? I was gonna ask Dolly, who would you prefer to be your like uncle, Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees? Jason Voorhees, because Freddy Krueger would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> or depending on the remake, something debatably worse. Yeah. De- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we have trivia. Even though the film was entirely produced by Hanna-Barbera, the exception of Castle Thunder being heard a few times, none of Hanna-Barbera's famous sound effects sh- show up in this film. This became more common in the company during the 1990s. So, like, I guess Hanna-Barbera has, like, a certain number of sound effects that is common in their cartoons? Hmm. Yeah, just watch Scooby-Doo. Y- yeah. It has the entire library. Fair enough. <laughs> When the group visits Notre Dame, Mountain Shroud screams sanctuary in the Middle Age. People uh, claimed sanctuary in chapels, churches, and cathedrals to find refuge and refugee and uh, salvation if someone suffered uh, prosecution or an attempt of assassin- assassination. There, that that branches back even to Greek mythology. Yeah, because um, the story of Medusa. Do you know the story of Medusa? Uh, she like the bare v- bones. So I remember which god did it to her. Athena cursed her. The one that was chasing after her was Poseidon. Okay, yeah. So chasing at that's a very kind way of putting it. Yes. Well, I don't know I, I don't know of any trigger warnings that are in here or anything. I don't wanna that is a very big I can think I think of do a something whole, a man shouldn't force upon a woman. I, that's what Poseidon tried I think, to do to Medusa. I think it's best we stay away from like yes. the overall subject if we can. That's what I'm trying part. to yeah. do. Yeah. So I'm just saying like that the sanctuary, she tried to claim sanctuary in Athena's temple and it did not work. Athena actually um did not protect her and also ended up cursing her. Yeah. So she was jealous wasn't or she? yeah. Or some people twist it into a feministic ideal of um she gave her the gift of it, it depends on how you look at it kind of ordeal um but originally it was told as a curse to my knowledge so hey it's a gift if you really want to be left alone so sanctuary has been like a thing for a very long time because we're supposed to look up to these idols who are well we're told are supposed to protect us um it's just a matter of do they or don't they sometimes mm, yeah um, but I think the sanctuary that we're thinking of now is probably a more legal thing. Yes. Yeah, I think so. But also, you could only declare it in a church. Mm-hmm. 
because they were you were allowed no harm on holy ground. Yeah. Well, unless it's another god, <laughs> but I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the sake of for the sake of Christianity and Catholicism, and right. you know the. Sorry, yeah. I know we got pretty carried away there. <laughs> well, like, if you declare sanctuary, then uh, political figures can't touch you. The law couldn't touch you. Like, you were under the protection of the church. And if anybody moved against the church, then congratulations. On a scale of one to ten, you're fucked. Right. But, uh, yeah. You would also be basically a prisoner in the church. Because the moment you stepped off that hallowed ground, you were screwed. And now back to more fun facts. <laughs> you look so uncomfortable, honey. I'm really sorry it's for okay. making you uncomfortable. The film won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing in an Animated Program. Well-deserved. Um, the first Halloween movie premiered on a cable channel, mm-hmm. and it was the first movie to be premiered on TBS after the Turners sold out in 1991. Hmm. This is the first movie to use a Hanna-Barbera cartoon trademark, which was used from, which are used from Two Stupid Dogs in 1993, SWAT Cats in 1993, the fourth season of Captain Planet in 1990, <laughs> Droopy Master Detective in 1993, and the second season of The Addams Family in 1992. I have Interesting. seen all of these. I know. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I'm sitting here. I'm like, yeah, never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. And we got to Captain Planet, and okay, I'm like, I kind of, I kind of know about that one. Yeah. I know two stupid <laughs> dogs. I know it was that old, though. Yeah. And yeah, Adam's I, Family, Droopy, I know him, Captain Planet. I, I think I only don't know SWAT Cats. Oh, SWAT Cats is amazing. I can imagine. It, it It is so good. Just look up one episode. It has one of the more accurate historical depictions of witchcraft in a cartoon movie, mm-hmm. uh, which we know, eluding any relation with supernatural and satanic. So it just, right. like, it was one of the only ones that was being like, no. Like, this is what happened. They were just... <laughs> and we talked about that. We appreciated that. Yeah. That's something that we really liked about it. Yeah. Um, in Notre Dame, Wally explains gargoyles language. In Middle Age, it was believed that a gargoyle of a cathedral could literally speak when water flew and wind blew through its mouth. Mm-hmm. Each one of the disguises chosen by the children represents an ancient culture strongly related to the cult of the dead. Um... Although it's never revealed in the movie, there are s- some allusions that about that Mound Shroud is the devil. In Notre Dame, he cannot step step on holy ground. He made a deal with Tom Skelton and friends by Pip's, like for Pip's soul, basically. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if he was death, he would have played a game for it. Yeah. I guess that makes more sense then, yeah. Well, this devil wasn't oh, the inherently different dis- evil, I feel yeah. like. The different disguises of the characters, skeleton, witch, monster, and mummy, are fantastic beings that symbolize the connection between the natural and the supernatural, which completes with Pip, since he is a ghost throughout the movie. And that's all I have. I was able to find those on IMDb. That is all I have for trivia, so I'm glad I was able to find something, at least. Hmm. Um, So, when it comes to villains, how do we rate Mountshroud? Well, first, we got another (laughs) rating to do. Um, We have a scare rating. (laughs) <laughs> if we were if we were the group like say it was the three of us going on this journey five. Uh, a five you'd be scared 
I have to go that high in the fucking air. Yeah, I'm scared of heights. That's fair. You know what? I'm gonna go for five too. <laughs> Just alone, the bike going down the dirt hill. It's I, a I'd five. A little, yeah. I don't yeah. know about y'all, but my grip strength is not the best. I'm no, 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 no. Yeah. I would have died on the fucking bike. It, it would have had to been, yeah. My carpal I mean, tunnel could never. <laughs> look, if certain parts of my body still worked, I could probably have a better grip strength. However, I do. They do not, so I do not. Sorry, Tom and friends. Not all of us have the grip strength of PS One Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> oh no. God. Fucking. The press jo- the cross key. Press the cross button. The joke is in like the PS1 Harry Potter games, he's able to like fucking jump across these gaps like with ease and then just like hoist himself up on shit really easily. It's wild. Assassin's Creed motherfucker. Literally. Yeah. Fucking um so five all around. Cool. Situ- the scariest situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, they just- seem so chill about it in retrospect. Yeah, legit. Like they're all just so chill like cool about all of this. If there was another mode of transportation, I probably would have been fine. The broomstick probably wouldn't be as scary just oh, because there's so something excited. under me. Mm-hmm. I would like to ride a broomstick. Yeah. yeah. At some point, at one point, they were just hanging on to his cloak. To his cloak. Another grip strength thing. It's yeah. Just like, ooh, actually thinking about that. Actually, I do not. Let's like just it. pretend that it was all enchanted and magical, and they couldn't fall off. Right. That would be better. Then, okay, then yeah. the scare rating goes then to it's a, a two. It, it's a one for me if it's that. Yeah. Uh, Everything else is just educational. Is whimsical. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe going into the uh, pyramid would be kind of scary. I'm thinking two because you're still high two. up in the sky. That's still scary. Yeah, I'm gonna go and with that a, too. Go with a, you know, a nice even three if there's magic keeping us well, with grip strength. The only number we have not mentioned is four, so I'm magical gonna go with four. <laughs> magical grip strength for me makes it a one. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Everything else I can deal with. I've dealt with enclosed spaces like a pyramid before. Like it, you would be the one that had a problem with that, honey. Maybe I don't know. I think it was the pit. Well, there's a way out. Hmm. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be able to go down the uh, little slide like Ralph did. No, just because he that was just a mailbox. Go for it, like, damn. Yeah, fuck all that. Um, yeah, antagonist rating or like villain rate rating. I guess it would have to be Mound Shroud, right? Actual the devil, like. <laughs> quote <laughs> well i am the How devil from the bible the so well you know it's really funny because we're, we're sitting here and, and we're like he's not like that kate like that evil like mm. he's just yeah he wasn't outwardly evil he no. just Which wanted the damn pumpkin is the goddamn pumpkin get it exactly. back exactly so i'm thinking it was more accurate to how at least this might be controversial yeah um but more accurate to the devil, if the devil exists. And the devil, I mean Satan, obviously. I feel like there's a lot to unpack with that. There's a lot of different <laughs> demons, and it's too broad to kind of be like, yeah, that's how the devil is. Yeah. But, like, it could be how people choose to depict him. I guess. And there, it is just a theory that Mount Trout is the devil. I still like a the film theory, the Grim Reaper, a film theory. Yeah, I like the idea that m- maybe he's not enough of a Grim Reaper. More like like the closest thing to a Grim Reaper. I feel like he's more of like of the fairy man almost. Karen, Karen, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Like, he's... Because he's ushering these pumpkins across, almost, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, with Pip, he's just trying to make sure he's like, that... We need to get you back on board. I like that. But why would the ferryman not be allowed on hallowed ground? Uh, There you go. Like, that's something. Who knows? But, like... That's the only part that makes me believe that maybe he is the devil. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that he can't enter churches because people die in churches. Yeah. Like they've been slaughtered in there. They've died of natural causes, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So death himself or death themselves, however we want to say it, yeah. would have to be able to go onto church ground. Because he, death is not a malevolent being. Mm-hmm. I think that he is the last friend you have before you go on to the great beyond, yeah. whatever that is. Because he takes you by the hand and he like he's there for you. you so you don't have real? to do it You want to play a game of chess real quick? All right, no? Okay, cool. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Yeah, I mean, this guy didn't feel malevolent either, you know? I think it would, I because it is just kind of like a story type thing, it would be, to me, it almost seems like a mixture of different things. Yeah. Like a couple different things. Too complicated to actually quantify. Yeah. But still made for a great story. Is a kid's yes. movie shouldn't look that deep into it. Yeah, yes, that's what we do, we though. That's what we yeah. do here. That's I'm not against it. I'm not against it here. Did you listen to our episode on Marty? No. Graw? She doesn't know what Marty is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Look, look. We watched an episode of this uh, show called Creeped Out. It was right? our second season, yeah. It was our oh, second Creeped fucking Out. Season. Yeah. There was this uh, sentient phone. phone called Marty. Oh. It was the most abusive partner you could ever have. It was it manipulative. Was, it, 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 it actually terrified me. <laughs> yeah, that one actually fucked up Michael. He was like, I don't like that. I don't like and, that at all. It made my skin crawl and elicited physical reactions Creep- of revulsion out of me. Creeped Out was a really good show. It was. Yeah. It was a really good show. I wish they had more. But, um, no, yeah. So, I'm going to give Mount Trout a two. I don't, because he's not a bad guy, but he's got, like, he still is an antagonist. Oh, we're rating him as, like, an villain? antagonist or How something. bad he is. Well, I, thought, not, I want to rate him as how much I enjoy his character. Oh, then that's like a four at least. Yeah, he's a ten for me. That's out of five. Oh, we're doing. <laughs> yeah, out of five, he's a five because I do love him. He's not good. He's not bad. He's completely neutral, mm-hmm. but he's still fun. Oh yeah, and he still had enough creepiness about him to make you not want to completely trust him. For me, it was a four because literally he just reminded me of Mr. Burns dressed as Dracula. (laughs) Except he didn't have the butt wig. He had the butt head. (laughs) Butt head. Like, he had the cloak and everything. That was a Dracula without the wig. Also, hold on. I love how uh, his face kind of resembled pincers. Yeah, a little bit. Because his nose was so long and hooked and his chin was just out there. He looked like beetle pincers. Yeah, I get it. That's why he was so crabby. <laughs> That's why he was named Carapace. So we got a four or five. What say you, doll? How much I like him? Yeah. Just the rating one to five. Fuck it. Like, however you want to interpret that, I guess. I'm going to give it a five. A him a five, too. Okay. Like, he was, he was, I do like the neutral aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a neutral antagonist. Um... If, if you can, like, really, though, is he really... I mean, they're going against him in a way. The thing they're is... defying him in a way, but it doesn't really feel like a true antagonist. It felt like someone to help move the story along. The thing that you'll have to get used to in this podcast is there will be people we put down on the antagonist list or villain list that really aren't. That's fine, but like, I am still <laughs> going to voice my disagreement. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I do it all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not... They're not a villain, but they're the closest we have. Brandon, you've what, made a mistake. You've given me an ally. The villain itself is Pip's appendix, okay? 
the epiptics. The thing is, Wait, I no. know if this was part of the show, I know like of the series, I know for a fact that Pip's appendix would just be on the list of the villains yeah. instead of Mount Trout. What's the villains? The high cost of insurance. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've done shit like that before. Well, this was like in the 90s. It wasn't that high probably back then. No, as high as it is. No, now. but parents still had the, uh, like as when we were watching it, parents still had this mentality of if it's not a bone sticking through the skin, yep. you don't need to go to the doctor. Because my nephew, he crashed headlong into the corner of a gravestone, like had like big hole in his mouth. Like literally you could see shit. Mm-hmm. And mom was like, well- Let's see how it does for a few days. No, my mom would take me to the hospital. Yeah, no, he lost like four teeth. <laughs> I think your mom just sucked. Yeah. Because my parents would have taken me immediately to the hospital. No, they were not like, like that. Other kids' parents were like that too. Are we talking about in this town? In this town. There you go. That's well, the problem. This town is the worst. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there, there, there you go. I've met, a lot of, I've met a lot of shitty people in this town. It I, makes sense. I didn't have the town. best upbringing, but I still feel like I would have been rushed to urgent care or the hospital or something. Oh, no. No, God, no. Um, like, we, also, we would go to the family doctor first, if anything. How, like, what, like, around what year do you think that was? You're closer to age to my sisters. They would have been rushed to the hospital. 96? There wasn't a... No, yeah, it wouldn't have made a difference. It would have been the same Yeah, day. I was, yeah, I mean... Like, I was born in 96. Yeah, was... your mom sucks. Sucked. <laughs> yeah, your, your mom just sucked, man. Sorry. Sorry to have to break that one to you. I know you didn't had no clue. Thankfully, didn't swallow, because we have you. Yeah. <laughs> Forever how good or bad that is out here. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's good, at least. I think it's great. Um, I disagree. <laughs> so Existence Mike, is pain. So, Michael, you've already you've seen this movie a bunch of times. So this isn't a question for you, Dahlia. Uh, did you also think the story would have gone in a different direction? Because for me, there was a point where I was like, well, I said at the beginning, I was like, they're all ghosts, aren't they? Like, they're all you dead. Did. I was like, they're all dead. And my brain was like, I think they're just like, this is a journey to help them accept death and move on. And then, then it switched to... Um, this is like mostly in their head and it's a way of them coping with their friend dying. See, that that second one that you said was closer along the lines of what I was thinking. Yeah. My thing was I thought it was um how to how you find yourself and how you grow through loss. Yeah. Because each location they were going and they were finding something out about themselves through their friend whom they we're losing yeah. and so it was like, like oh they're learning and- yeah they're they're growing as people through this death of a close friend of theirs mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking it was for sure but no it just um, ended up being way more wholesome <laughs> that's when not, i yeah. that's when i was like oh god it's i'm i'm thinking too much like that's when yeah. i looked at you and i was like it's too deep but it can't be that deep right but i was thinking along the same lines so i was like <laughs> well it was the 90s yeah. No, yeah, it just ended up being really wholesome, and I appreciate where it went. That's cool. Me too. Me too. All right, well, uh, I don't think we have any more else to say on the subject. I think that's our episode. Um, since it is Halloween, we are going to... Uh, why don't we... We'll do recommendation. What's up? Uh, do you all think Pip actually died a few times during surgery? I Cause... think he was very... I think for. I think he was, like, fading... And that was like an out of body experience type thing. I kind of agree, but yeah. like I think that maybe he started waking up during the surgery mm-hmm. when he was in Egypt because he started getting the color back. That's true. Oh wow, that would have been that's a cool way to interpret it. That is. 
I and can get on with that, yeah. Eventually, he did actually die while in Mexico. Yeah. Like, for, for at least back. a second, yeah. yeah. Also, he would not be home that night from surgery. I'm sorry. After dying on the table? No. Yeah, no, he would be two days at least. Well, you know, it was the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, once again, a oh, no, no, TV no, no, show. No, 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 no. Hold on. It, you're right, Brandon. <laughs> it was movie. the 90s. Jesus. So if we're going to be paying for the hospital bill, we're getting all of we're it. We're using the whole hospital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are getting the bang for our fucking buck, brother. Okay. Um, Fuck, what is my recommendation? My recommendation is watching- Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I think because it's, Hall- it's the Halloween episode, we should recommend some good Halloween activities and stuff. Like, Ooh, I have one. Yeah? Yeah, don't be a Halloweener. Don't drink and drive. Get a DD on your Halloween endeavors. That is my Halloween recommendation. When you said don't be a wiener, I thought you were going to say don't like- be mean at like haunts and stuff to the actors. Oh, you know what? That's another one. Don't be a Halloweener. Don't be mean to haunt actors. They're there and you're paying them to scare you. How about you keep your hands to your fucking self? Yeah. Well, Michael, you have <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> That's what Dahlia basically said. Yeah. Anything of substance I can say will pale in comparison to it. So I'm going to say, if you don't go out for Halloween, just... Call up with a good movie. I suggest Monster Squad or Halloween Tree. I can't recommend this movie highly enough. Uh, then don't. Then don't. Okay. <laughs> I already did. True, true. Fucking copycat. Uh, my activity <laughs> is uh, find yourself a pumpkin. Carve a pumpkin. It's been a while for you. You should carve a pumpkin. Carve a pumpkin? You didn't do it last year. You said you were going to do it last year. You didn't end up getting around to it. You said, well, maybe I'll try again this year. This is the year. Get yourself a pumpkin. You don't have to go to a patch. Go to Walmart or something. Just make sure you get it done. They have some really cool kits at Walmart. Uh, we we actually got a couple pumpkins from the Sunshine Festival last week. Sunshine? Sunflower Festival last week. We're gonna be, uh, I got Sunshine some. Sunshine and lollipops and rainbows, everything. Something, 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 something. <laughs> but no, uh, we got a couple pumpkins from there uh, to end off our day there. We brought them back and we were like, we're too tired to carve them. Uh, so yeah. when you're done with your pumpkins, just number one, do not bleach them. Please. What? People bleach their pumpkins? People bleach their pumpkins because they think it preserves them for longer. No. Uh... Don't bleach your pumpkins. And when you're done with them, just throw them into a field or into the woods. Yeah. Because animals will come and eat them. Yes. And it's very good for them. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, don't rake your leaves throughout the fall. It, yeah, it's, that's always been so fucking dumb. Don't rake your leaves. It's like free mulch. Yeah, it's free mulch. It gives uh, critters places to hide. It and provides warm. warmth for good animals yeah so yeah just let nature be nature and let fall fall uh i've heard if you carve your pumpkins from like open from the bottom they stay longer as well and it's also easier to lift them up and put the candle in there and put it back down yep uh side note completely unrelated um don't be afraid to just cozy up and do what you want even if you are alone Mm -hmm. this fall if you are alone don't be afraid to make yourself some cookies watch a movie you can cuddle up with your damn self and a blankie okay cider um i i'm all about cozying up to brandon over here and watching movies and stuff but there's no reason you can't do that with a squishmallow and a blankie absolutely for y'all yeah what is the superior fall flavor oh pumpkin or apple it just depends on the mood because I'm a fan of both. I'm a I fan of both. both. I love pumpkin bread. I'm more and of a pumpkin. fan of apple, but neither really jump out to me. Mm-hmm. For me, honestly, it's this is gonna sound like it's cinnamon for me. 
Cinnamon can be winter too, though. No, I realize. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people will associate cinnamon with like winter, but for me, I associate like peppermint with winter and stuff. More. That's fair. Mm. I'm not a big fan of peppermint. So, mm. um, oh, but I love me. I love me a good peppermint bark from Ghirardelli. For mm. me, They're pumpkin so is good with like solid treats, like pumpkin mm-hmm. bread, pumpkin rolls, That's all fair, that. Yeah. Pumpkin muffins. Apple cider is good for like liquidy stuff, like drink drinks. Um, but I also do enjoy a caramel apple. So I love baked apples. there's a line. I don't think I've ever had a baked apple in my life. Oh the my consistency God. looks like the, the gooey stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that consistency looks like it would give me the ick. Yeah, I'm I not... like it when they're more uh, firm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would like a little a bit of, of it, but like a like something like an apple pie or whatever, I don't think I could do. So at work, I work in the kitchen and we do spiced apples every now and then. And it's kind of like that. They come in a can though. Mm-hmm. And it's just like these canned sliced apples. They're still harder. And, but they're mixed in with like this gooey substance. It's like cinnamon and yeah. other things. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I serve this to the kiddos all the time. I love it. <laughs> it makes their face turn like, red around their mouth because the cinnamon's sensitive on their little skins and I told my boss that and she was like no it's normal and I was like okay (laughs) they probably feel a slight burn some discomfort it's normal no they don't even they don't even cry they're just like builds character (laughs) (laughs) literally not even like the itty bitty one year olds they're fine it's weird it's real weird kids are weird Mm -hmm. Um, that's our episode (laughs) <laughs> that is our episode, and um, you can check out the links to our Twitter and Facebook below. And the uh, do you know how we end the episodes? We'll get to there. We'll get to there. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna. <laughs> I, I, I was given a whole thing. And you're like, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah you can find the links to our Facebook and Twitter below uh, you can find my links below I'm going to start adding Dahlia's links below um, so if you can get me your link tree or that thing you made my for your, link tree for your haunted doll stuff I would be happy oh, to yeah. put it in the show notes my with, name's Dahlia I make dolls and other art so yeah I think a couple episodes ago we re- like we really really pushed it on oh <laughs> like, did you really oh, yeah we, we advertised <laughs> you a bit you're like by sorry, the way sorry guys <laughs> No, so uh, those links will be below as well, which is very fun. I'm excited to have more links below. Um, Yes, um, as Michael was saying, we have a special way that we end every episode. Um, One of us will yell, stay creepy, and and then everyone together will go, boobies. Boobie. Boobies. All right, we're going to try that again. All together now. Stay creepy and boobie. I'm gonna try that one more time. <laughs> Stay creepy <laughs> and boobie. As many times as it takes. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. Bye.